0: Some naked men wrestle each other. It's great. What the fuck? Love at
1: first sight. Really? Oh, baby.
0: Smells like dick in here. That's what was in fascism at the time. Soap make horny me. Let's buy.
1: I think, I hope that their last thought. (laughs) This is not worth it.
0: Welcome to people time. Oh my God, we're back. (sighs) We've had long, long breaks lately. Yeah. At the holidays. Yeah. COVID's all crazy, yeah. uh, laziness is rampant on this lazy. side, it, yeah. Yeah, on, my, on my side. Well, it's on both sides. Yeah, right. more more on my side.
1: <clears throat> Look, no, we're both I'm incredibly lazy, lazy. and competitive, so I'm lazier. Fuck you. <laughs> well, this episode has been in the making for like a month and a half, I think. Maybe a month? Yeah, well,
0: we had a computer
1: go down, and yeah. so now we have a new recording equipment. So new hopefully, setup.
0: Hopefully it sounds good. Yeah. If not, we're sorry. We'll figure it out eventually.
1: I don't know. I think it's good. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Welcome to People Time. Whoa! That's our intro song that always has been. Oh, yeah!
0: People Time.
1: Because There's a rock and roll environment here.
0: Oh, is that what we were going for? Yeah. I, I don't know what I was singing. It
1: sounded just... It sounded rock to me. Oh, good. Imagine, you know, those like uh, morning rock shock DJs. Uh, the morning guys. Is that like, that who we oh are.
0: yeah! Welcome to the fire and.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I shaded
0: <laughs> Yeah. And they go. Oh yeah. A
1: lot. And they're wearing leather jackets and sunglasses. It's as if five o'clock in the morning.
0: Metallica took on a radio show.
1: Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> James Hetfield.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: It smells weird.
0: All the little buttons they push. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's who we are. Well what's as your, people. As people, but who are you? Uh, my name's uh,
1: Peter Peter Pussy Eater. Oh yeah? Yeah.
0: Like pussy cats or
1: Um, I will eat a cat. Yeah. I'll eat a cat. Sure. I'll eat a fucking cat. Peter
0: Peter Pussy Eater. Yeah. Graphic.
1: It is, yeah. Is that what you call Had yourself, li- or did
0: like you get this nickname from other people? Like, man, that Peter guy eats a lot of
1: pussy. Yeah, my parents changed my name after they were like, "That's a hungry kid <laughs> for pussy." So your parents knew he's yeah. like, uh, like he's when gonna, gonna you were young, he's gonna eat a lot of pussy. Because my name just was a John Hawthorne, right? You know, and that's not that doesn't has has nothing to do with who I am. Yeah, I don't even know what a
0: Hawthorne is. It'd be weird. It'd be better if we named ourselves over things we. Like, do or about us,
1: yeah. Like, certain Native American cultures do that, yeah, and some others, uh, I think in Eastern Europe, but unfortunately, only my parents have that tradition. I like it, yeah, thank you. What's your name, Volker? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Marv
0: from uh, Home Alone.
1: Oh, Marv,
0: because he was my favorite character, yeah.
1: Which one is Marv, the taller one, yeah, he's, he's the one who's constantly screaming the whole time. I watched a YouTube video of a trauma surgeon go through all of the scenes in that movie. Oh, how was that? She was concerned. Yeah, it probably. Was very Some concerned. of those probably lead in death. I'm pretty sure, like...
0: Oh, yeah. They did, like, Mythbusters did, like, paint <laughs> paint can to the face that's swinging in and hits you in the... Like, they're like, that could kill you. It's gonna crack your head right open. Yeah. Clean. It, and it knocks you off the staircase so you get, like, front and back of the head trauma.
1: Well, the one that she actually was the most concerned about was uh, the... Uh, Iron, falling through the laundry chute and hitting Marvin on the face. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Because you would think it would be trauma to his brain. But she's like, no, that is actually kind of common for certain injuries where your spine, like, collapses. Oh, my God. Because of the pressure. If you're looking up, your spine is perfectly aligned. And yeah. And push down on it. It's just like... Uh, like she's like, accordion. that's easily the most painful of all the things that they do. I don't know, but my
0: favorite was always when he was getting electrocuted and the scream that he does magnificent
1: no it's nobody else can do that scream no yeah it's like a brand for that actor yeah yeah
0: that's a good one yeah marv
1: i guess we not uh coming out of
0: christmas time yeah so.
1: we're recording right after new year's actually it's not i don't know when this will come out so <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out hey welcome to april <laughs> <laughs> here's your new episode <laughs> People die. we Can you believe we used to be once a week? I Sometimes. I don't know how we did it, honestly.
0: Know, at the time, I was like, yeah, it's a lot, but it's whatever. And then now I'm looking back,
1: I'm like, I don't know how. Like, I physically don't know how we did it.
0: But we do want to say thank you to these uh,
1: dabblers who've been hitting us up. We've been getting a lot of
0: messages. Messages on Twitter, messages from email.
1: People uh, bugging us about where the fuck did you go? Yeah. When is so, the next episode? We love you. We're sorry. We're, we're thankful for the, uh, you know. Yeah, the Dabbler Army is strong as hell, man. Yeah. A bunch of fucking weirdos. Yeah. Um. I have a, sort of a fun fact. I know you have the fun fact today. Wow, you're going to step on my toes. It's not on purpose. It's because it's Dabbler related. Oh, okay. Well, a Dabbler case. who's a friend of mine, old friend of mine. Sure. Named Chad. He's a rocket scientist. What? I think you know Chad. He's a rocket scientist? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's an engineer for uh, well, contract base, but he works for the Air Force. Have you ever asked him how often they're sitting there doing something
0: that's easy and they look at their partner their their coworker, and go it's not rocket science oh that
1: joke is constant is it just it's constant
0: does it come back around as it get old and no, they're like we don't give a fuck like yeah we get it ho 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 and then like it kind of slowly comes back around like think... no it's still pretty funny
1: I bet it is. It's not funny. <laughs>
0: probably I think
1: the only time it becomes funny is if, say, they're they're at a party and they meet a surgeon. Yeah. And oh, then, and then they can dick with each other. Yeah. But my my friend Chad, who is a uh, a dabbler, uh, I bring this up well for two reasons. One, he listens to all our science episodes and then calls me after and says, "You guys don't fucking know anything about science or math. And you should have me on." And Fine. he's not. He's not well, wrong about that. He can come on. He should, because uh, accuracy is important to us. We're doing our best, but. Especially when it
0: comes he, to the math part.
1: I'm, I'm trying my hardest. Yeah, I mean, this guy has many degrees, and we're just two schmucks. Yeah. So, but the main reason I bring it up is he called me after listening to our Hynek episode, mm-hmm. our J. Allen Hynek, and if you haven't listened to it, it's about a scientist who gets into UFOs. Right, right. And he's trying to legitimize UFOs in the scientific community. He called me after that, and he said that Hynek is a huge name in his... Industry or really? training, I guess. I would have not have guessed. Well, if you remember in the episode, we kept saying over and over again, like, "Why is this dude not better well known?" Yeah, because he innovated a lot of things. He was very important for a long time. Oh yeah, in both rocketry and then uh, I don't know what it's called, the telescope telescope shit. Yeah, yeah. So this is why we should science. Time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he said in his field that he's been familiar with Heinrich since college. Very familiar. He's in all the textbooks. He's an incredibly important name. That's cool. But the UFO shit he didn't know about. He, oh. had, he had no
0: idea about it. They don't teach it. They just so underneath the so carpet. So no. there's
1: smart, successful people know who Heineck is from his actual achievements. His actual scientific. Schmucks like me know who Heineck <laughs> is because he talked about UFOs. You're like, whoa. So the diversity of this man, I felt, needed uh, bared being talked about. That is. Oh, well, I'm glad you, you did that episode. Yeah, that was, uh, was pretty killer. Yeah. Yeah, they're out there, guys. Hold on to your butts, scientists and aliens. Everybody, I guess you're they're,
0: they're coming.
1: Uh, whoever they are,
0: I mean, I think if I was an alien and I came here, I would do what most people think. I'd just be like, ugh, and just leave. I'm like, ugh, this is. Oh yeah, they're gonna look at
1: us as uh, uncivilized, just yeah. monkeys who are a little clever.
0: Wow, reminds me of that Star Trek episode where they like they go to a planet and they're not quite evolved enough. Mm. They're like they're they're human still, but they're like. They're not ready
1: for this. This is too oh, much yeah. for them. They're too dumb right now. It's so <laughs> funny, though. You know the prime directive? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The only time that comes up in the show is when they break it. <laughs> right. <laughs> they, yeah. They're like, we shouldn't, but, but we're, we're gonna. gonna. <laughs> Just real quick. Yeah. All right, Marv. All right, I got a give quick... Give us a real fun fact.
0: Yeah, I got a fun fact for you, and then we can get on to who we're doing. I don't even know what we're doing. But Sweet. the fun fact is, did you know... No, I did not. Yeah, Me either. The Olympics used to award medals for art. Art, like painting and shit? Yeah, like uh, literature, architecture even, sculpture, painting, and even music. It was in the Olympics. from How like, long ago? It, it went through 1912 to 1948 is when it was implemented and then removed. Wow. But apparently in the original Olympics back in ancient Greece and stuff, when they were putting on all of these, uh, you know, the olympic games that yeah. were played back then they usually would have like an art festival thing kind of going on beforehand so everyone is you know it's a big party everybody go out it's the greeks yeah you look at some art and then afterwards you get to go watch some naked men wrestle each other it's great
1: well, that'd be the best day ever yeah i still think we should we should have an original olympics mm-hmm. version of the olympics well i don't think women could compete so we should have some modern
0: I mean, we could do that, yeah. yeah. We can but, make some adaptions. But what we're
1: saying is no one wears clothes. That's,
0: that's, that's, <laughs> that's all what I'm asking. And then you had to add in that there were women there, and that's why. I see. I see how it all came hey, together. I want to
1: see a naked dude when they're in top physical form, too. Yeah. I'm not, like, come I'm not a prude. Let's be honest. That would still be funny. Because you're like,
0: respectable. This is great. They're wrestling. But at one point, one of them's going to get their nuts in the other one's <laughs> face. And you would be like, yeah. Look at him choke him out with his balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You're getting the gold for ball slapping. Yeah, (laughs) or maybe silver. Actually, that wasn't the best ball slapping I've seen today. There's been some others. To be be honest, you know, it's just going to make. Not only will the viewership go up, it will legitimately be funner to watch. Yeah, and harder. I would watch. I don't watch the Olympics. I'd watch it. I actually don't watch the Olympics either. Sometimes I check out the Winter Olympics. I've seen a couple, but I don't really watch them. So just because we had the Winter Olympics here once, like 20 years ago, yeah. And I went to a few of those. Now sometimes I'll watch curling, but I don't really care about it. Yeah. Just, curling is ridiculous. It's I just, outrageous.
0: I just want to be one of the guys that warms up the ice, one of those little, little scrubber
1: guys. <laughs> yeah, the sweepers. Yeah. I don't understand that sport at all. Me either. It's, it's, it seems like the most Canadian thing ever next to hockey, yeah. and I don't understand it. Yeah, no, I don't understand it. Well, either way, before the, uh,
0: they removed the art section of the Olympics, there was a total of 151 medals that were awarded. And now you can't get them anymore. So I imagine those are probably...
1: They should bring that back. Yeah, worth something. Or... Society needs art. We need art. We need loot players and finger painters. And they should do it nude, too. Penis sculptures.
0: Yeah. Um, what are other arts? Uh, they need architecture. Like who can build the best? Seriously, building, or I don't know. So,
1: I don't know how you judge architecture, but I find that a commendable.
0: Someone has to run and
1: try to knock it over. Oh, like, <laughs> like how do you build a more s- a stable structure? I don't know, but that was my uh, guess. I don't, I don't understand architecture at all. Yeah,
0: you, you ever do those bridge building things in class in school?
1: Yeah, with like the little wooden sticks. Yeah, I was terrible at it. Me too. I actually, in those types of classes, paid people to make the things for me you paid someone yeah oh. like the gumball machine and you the, know that uh, class is all just a's no matter what right you build a shit bridge and they're like a plus whatever i don't know because i remember it had to hold a certain amount of weight oh yeah and you know the boomerang and all that shit in the car maybe it was just my I teacher i just paid people to, to make it for me
0: oh yeah boomerangs yeah i don't think my teacher gave a shit he just gave everyone a's kind of like gym class
1: fuck I don't know my. I remember my shop class being like serious.
0: Huh. Yeah.
1: Well, who are we learning about today? Aveda. Velvita? Velvita cheese? cheese.
0: Ooh, I fucking love cheese, even though it destroys me.
1: Yeah. It hurts my body, but it's worth it. I put cheese on goddamn everything. Yeah. Pretty much. I ate a bunch yesterday and instantly knocked me out. Just had to go to sleep. Yeah. You, we both have a, a version of lactose intolerance. Yours is a stranger. Mine hurts. Cause I just sleepy. Get, I get gassy. Yeah. And a little painful in the stomach sometimes. Yeah. Yours, like, it puts you to sleep. Yeah.
0: I actually looked it up. It's actually a typical thing oh. for people who are lactose intolerant.
1: Well, yeah, we should not be eating cheese. Yeah, um, yeah my
0: body can't handle it. Obviously, it's like we all resources. Shut down. To, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we got to figure this shit out. You can't do anything. No moving,
1: no thinking. Just go to sleep. We must reroute all power to digestion. <laughs> yeah which is uh i mean the, the fact that we eat as much dairy as we do anyway is strange as a species yeah uh i mean it's it's designed for baby cows and we just dick with it until we make look butter and this other shit yeah i can do it with everything out like i just need cheese <laughs> remove all others yeah i could go without most dairy uh, cheese is cheese is the shit that's a hard thing to quit you can, i can't quit it i can't quit it either which is why we are talking about Velveta. so wait who creamy a- artificial <laughs> put it on some shell noodles you're gonna have a great day who's alvita alvita is velvita's mom <laughs> yeah she's an earlier version of velvita wait. not quite as good alvita is first name oh no the real person is just Avita. Uh, alvita uh, which is actually just um what's that called a non a non-guerre 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 I have no idea what you're saying. Even if I knew the word, I don't think I would.
0: It's the. <laughs> I mean, I
1: don't know the word, so that's probably what's not helping. It's like uh, people who are named John go by Jack, or Richard goes by Dick. And Avita is. Her name is Ava. Ava. And Avita is a. Type. It's a
0: longer one. Usually it's a shorter thing. Usually. If you're Richard, you're Dick.
1: Yeah. But is, this one. This is one. from. This is from.
0: Uh, Hell, my name's Mark. My actual name is Marvelous Solona. Is it? No, but why would it be longer?
1: Uh, um, well, I think the idea is, in English speaking names is to abbreviate it or make it easier, yeah. but in other cultures it's not. It's just to make it f- more flowery. Oh.
0: So we just, we're, we're lazy and suck, and everyone's like, it'd be pretty if your name was this
1: instead. <laughs> it'd be a lot cooler if your name was longer. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, so, um, I, I don't know fucking anything about Avida, and so this is the, um, Uh, the uh, I just want to learn more about people from South America. I just don't know shit about it.
0: Yeah, that's always good. I don't know very much from South America. We've only done one person from South America. I don't even know who. It was, uh, oh boy, we're the ones who did it. I'm the one who did the research. The guy who did all the drug trafficking.
1: Anyway, yeah, we did. I do remember he had a whole zoo. I'm going to go back and listen to it. That way I won't sound like an idiot. He had a whole zoo. On my own podcast. He had a whole zoo. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so uh, her her real name is Ava uh, Ava Maria uh, Ibergaren uh, on one birth certificate and on another birth certificate her name is Ava Maria Duarte. Okay, um, and she's South American. Wait, what country? Argentina. Ooh. Yeah, so there is some some dispute about what her original birth name is because later on in life when she becomes important. She uh, changed her birth certificate, so nobody's really quite certain what the original one is and which one is the one she faked. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, there's a lot of weird things uh, in this story, and uh, let's, let's let's work through it here. Okay. May 7th, 1919. She's born to uh, Juana, which is the, the female for Juan, and her dad is Juan. Pablo Escobar. Sorry. God damn it. Sorry. It's such an easy name that we should remember. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. <sighs> well, my brain even said Pablo, but I was like, it's not Pablo, because Pablo is that painter. You idiot. <laughs> but you are you're right. I, well, I was half right.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Anyways. So 1919, that's just right after World War I's ended a couple of years after. Yes. Okay.
1: And that's important. A lot of this story is going to be about, unfortunately, specifically Argentinian politics. Okay, well, in Argentina. Thanks for tuning in.
0: Argentina is not where, like, a lot of people defected after World War II. The Nazis, I mean. Yeah. Okay. Big time. All right, so I'm... Big time. Ready? Okay. Do we do any synopsis, you, what she's known for? Um. Do you uh, want to know now? Well,
1: it's yeah. not much. Okay, okay, let's just go on the story, then. I guess Sometimes the, I do, just to... What? Uh, the only reason that I even know who she is is because of that musical that Madonna starred in and came out in the 90s called Evita. Oh. Um, she a singer? No. Oh. But Frank Lloyd Wright made a shit fucking musical. <laughs> and I'm sorry to all these Frank Lloyd Wright stands.
0: Hmm? <laughs> I feel like this is going to be an episode where I, the whole time I'm going to Fra- be confused. Well, what's funny is Frank, <laughs> Frank Lloyd Wright. <laughs> Frank Lloyd Wright. I feel like I'm the
1: butt of the Is joke an architect. Right now. And I was. Because you were talking about architects, and I said I didn't know anything about architects. and yeah. I made an internal joke in my own head, because the musical's actually written by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, Andrew Lloyd Webber, who's known for musicals, made, sure. made a musical that uh, I can't stand, and is terrible. Does he make other ones that I would know? Uh, Definitely. I think he did West Side Story. Oh, that was a shit fucking movie. Sorry, go on. I don't love it. Yeah, well, I just I generally don't care for musicals, but this
0: one was I especially like hard to get through. West Side Story. It was Romeo and Juliet with a different ending
1: that wasn't tragic, which was the whole point of Romeo. Also, All right, I'm not gonna get why d- did Olivia Newton-John need to make herself approvable to Danny Zuko? Yeah, women don't need to prove shit. She's hot. She's hotter than than John Travolta ever was. Yeah, Wait. <laughs> John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, was it was it Zuko? Is that his name? Oh, that, yeah, Zuko's from Greece. <laughs> is it? <laughs> we better move on here. Okay. All right, so she's born to Juana, Ibergarin, and Juan Duarte. That's confusing. Juana and Juan. Yeah, it's a very common name down there, I guess. Oh, that's nice. Um nice. They are both interesting for me of Basque descent. Basque is the uh, autonomous culture in between France and Spain. They have their own language and shit. They have a sort of in-house communal feeling as a people.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, very strange. Anytime anyone's Basque, I have to bring that up. I'm fascinated by their culture. She is the youngest of four kids, tiny, fair-skinned, very skinny. Her family called her La Flaca, which means skinny girl. La Flaca? La Flaca. La Flaca. Uh, They lived in a little area called Los Todos, uh, which means the tents. So... um just like everywhere uh, on the western hemisphere at one point it was full of indigenous people Mm. uh, and then the europeans came in and pushed them out so there's these like outlying communities outside of major cities in argentine that uh or sorry in argentina that uh when the indigenous people were pushed out they lived in these outlying tent cities oh and then the europeans even pushed them further out and took over the tent cities and they are called...
0: But this is ours, too. The
1: Los totals. We want your tents, too, please. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wait, we left you guys with tents? What the fuck? Like, we're taking these. Sorry, we should have taken this earlier. Weren't we
1: supposed to kill these people? <laughs> what are they doing here? Why are they in my backyard where I don't even go? Ah, Get out! Fucker. They're different from me. So, they basically, it's... Shit. It's a shitty, poor place to live. It's a shanty town. Okay. Um, they're very, very, very poor. Um, and, uh, so her dad, Juan Duarte, is not married to her mom. Her, <gasps> her mom is his mistress. Oh,
0: no. Wait, is he married to someone else?
1: Yeah. Oh. So he's like uh, a successful business guy, and he just takes Juana as a, as a mistress. Side piece. Pumps her full of four kids, and, uh, sort of throws a little bit of cash at them, but mostly nice. they just live in a shack. Oh, that sucks. Does his wife know about this? I think so, yeah. Is this normal? Yeah. Is this is... One of those
0: mistress situations. Is it even... Is it
1: even typical in the sense mistress of like... No situations. One, no one cares. It's just how it, how it is. I mean, there's shame on her family because they don't have a father living in house. Yeah. But um, if he financially supports you, I guess you can just be okay with that.
0: Okay. Hmm. Financially <laughs> supports. You live in a
1: tent. Well, tent area. That was the thing I didn't get about the story. Was it said he was very successful and financially supported them? Also, their house was a shack. And nice. Was like, That's not... so. He just fucks the mom and throws some coins at her. And He's like,
0: "You're my mistress. I'm taking care of you so well." Yeah.
1: Look at these, look at these coins I
0: throw at you. There's
1: five cents there, you bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've given you my seed. You're <laughs> welcome. Oh, I don't like. Th- I don't like him. <laughs> he's not. He's, he's not like a cool. douche. She. Um, Ava didn't really know him. She only met him a couple of times, and he died in a car accident when she was six. Uh, they went to the Karma funeral. Is a bitch. Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're kind of a shitty guy. Anyways. Um, she, uh, her family weren't allowed at the funeral. They went anyway. They're not allowed at the funeral? Nah, because the real wife is like, the mistress's family can't be fucking here. That's my dad. Hey. I don't fucking care who you are. You're a rat person. Oh. You live in a shanty town. Mm. You smell like garbage. Your father's dead. <laughs> oh <laughs> you don't matter this is a sad story so the fuck, fuck out of here so uh yeah they went to the funeral anyway and they were just treated like shit it's one of those very very sad stories Yeah, mm-hmm. i'd go too. fuck them well i'm not sure if i'd go but i mean I, I said go. the family really did like the guy i just think he wasn't a super good guy so they wanted to go to his funeral right i get it i guess i don't know i don't think i would yeah not unless it's like to go pee on the grave oh you want me here (laughs) i've always wanted to piss on a grave yeah have you seen the the latest always sunny Mm -mm. Uh, i should probably tell you off mic i don't want to spoil it for people but Mm. it's similar so after uh the 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 dad died um they uh they moved to a city closer to uh, buenos aires so buenos aires is the capital of argentina it's uh, a little bit off the water there, off the Atlantic Ocean. They, the family moved about three hours away from Buenos Aires, so they're moving a little bit closer to the main city, to a city called union And um, the whole family got jobs. The mom sewed clothes. The kids went and got random jobs. Everybody went and got a job to support the family, sans Ava, because she was the youngest, so she was allowed to actually, like... She go to school and stuff? She went to school. Yeah. She watched the movies. Movies? She, yeah, she was one of those little kids who was like, "Let's go to the cinema." Yeah. Um one of those kids. Yeah, you know, the ones that are like, "I like cinema. I like cinema." Yeah. I like hey, oh, Buster Keaton. Oh, look, look pretty cool. Buster Keaton. Yeah. Or, or uh the uh, the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ch- Charlie, what's his name? Chaplin? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Buster Keaton's a little bit like Chaplin yeah yeah um but yeah that was that was uh uh in her personal story uh turning point where seeing the movies she loved the movies she loved the romance and the adventure and who doesn't blah 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 Mm. blah, uh, movies
0: you don't like movies i like movies okay Hmm.
1: i don't love movies i haven't seen a lot of them i don't know i don't like them i will say around the time that i watched evita the musical as part of research i kept pausing it and leaving because i wanted to vomit Mm. And uh, because I hate it, and in between that, I watched Pan's Labyrinth. Now that's a good fucking film. I haven't seen it. That is a gnarly ass film. <laughs> While you're doing research, like I need to watch something better than this.
0: <laughs> Ugh! Gotta get this out of my mouth. This taste of.
1: Yeah. Well, and what's funny is that Pan's Labyrinth is incredibly dark and uh, creepy. And... Mm. Is it a horror flick? Is that the one with the eyes and the hands. It is the guy with the eyes in his hands. It's not intentionally it. a horror movie so much as like a. Uh, Mind-bending movie. Kind of, yeah. It's just more visually insane and sort of fun. Like The Matrix. Kind of, I guess. But different. It's like The Matrix in that they're both movies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They probably have
1: people in them, too. There are, yeah. Both have paid actors Mm -hmm. who are in SAG. So she went to the movies all the time. Loved them. Loved the movies. Uh, Ava... Duarte is the first person who convinced me that The Matrix was a trans identity metaphor. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. It wasn't her. It was a New Yorker article, but let's move on. <laughs> um, same shit. Love movies. Uh, did a few school plays. Wanted to be an actress. So she's a theater geek.
0: Yeah, sure. Cool.
1: Yeah. yeah. I was not theater. I was a theater geek. Theater geeks are some of the funnest people. They are. They are eccentric. Eccentric, yes. Yeah, it's fun. They're the most likely to sing in the hallway. Yeah. hmm I-, I didn't sing in school, but that's because I'm not a singer.
0: But I sing at home constantly.
1: I do too, yeah. yeah. But I could see you more comedic performance type. Yeah. Doing a little slide of hand magic. Yeah. <laughs> Telling jokes. Yeah.
0: Okay, I did sing a little bit, but it wasn't my fault. I couldn't <laughs> help it because Fiddle on the Roof is too good.
1: Well, yeah, you're going to yeah. talk about shitty musicals and then good musicals, Fiddler on the Roof is... Top notch. The tits. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find. Catch, catch me a, a catch. catch. Yeah.
1: That's a great one. I don't know if I suit for that. So. I don't know the name of the song, the one when, uh, what's his name, the old guy is complaining about his wife clucking like a chicken. <laughs> I don't remember. Was, I don't know. My, uh, I I, my wife to have servants scream orders at them when i was at
0: when i'm at maybe it's the same song when i'm at work i used to sing uh all the time because i hate working and be like if i were a rich man I
1: oh. find out that's andrew lloyd weber and we're just being assholes oh fuck i don't actually know who it is you but it did good on job. the roof is good yeah i like it so she's a
0: theater geek She's gone around singing Whatever, musicals were popular then, maybe?
1: Yeah, um, we don't find out till much later. She's terrible at acting. Oh, really? She's awful. <laughs> what are we doing? I still
0: don't even know what this person is, uh, <sighs> what they're known for. Really, the, the only context so for fun. us
1: is that Madonna made a movie about it.
0: <laughs> and then she wasn't a good actor or singer, you know, that's so far her nope. passion as a child. This yeah. sounds like it started off sad and it's going to end with... And nothing really became of her. It was just a dream of hers. She oh, no, that. it ends wild. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Shit. You're not even, you're not going to see a lot of this shit come in, because I, I had no idea what was going on when I was doing the research. I was okay, like, yep. these are fun. Yeah. So, um, her mom wanted to marry her off to a successful husband to help the family. She didn't want to do that. She had big dreams of being an actress. So at fifteen years old, she hopped on a train for Buenos Aires, the capital of Argentina. Her mom wanted to marry her off when she was fifteen years
0: old to some dude. Like yeah. she didn't even know like arranged marriage.
1: Yeah, I think like in less arranged but more like Fiddler on the I uh, you know, talk to a bunch of people in town and this guy is successful and cute. Okay. Go marry him now. Right, right. Not but, not arranged, but very strongly encouraged. Yeah, it's not like arranged marriage is not cultural in argentina the way it is in you know like say indian countries like india anyway yeah. arranged marriages and shit no she just didn't want the pressure from her mom so she took off because she wanted to be an independent woman
0: nice i yeah. am a
1: woman Mm-mm. i don't know if that's a real song
0: hear me roar sounds like that should follow
1: yeah yeah
0: look at look. fuck you mom i'm not gonna marry some dude I, i'm 15 i don't work for you mom yeah. So wait, she just moves town to, uh, did you say another, Argentina,
1: what was the city? The capital of Argentina, Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. And the story goes that she either secretly went as the mistress of a singer, uh, which is depicted in some of her biographies and is what is in the musical, but there are other stories that she went alone or went with her brother. I don't know. Ava's story is a little gray, a little wishy-washy for at the certain intro. points. That's right. Doesn't really That's matter. It's super important. She's in the capital of Argentina, following her dreams of being an actress. It doesn't go great, but <laughs> <laughs> Buenos Aires. This is 1934. In 1934, Buenos Aires um, is becoming a very important city. It's actually the third largest city in the Western Hemisphere. Really, um, compared to New York and Chicago. So, it's enormous. This is even before Mexico City or uh, LA. LA or what's the capital of Brazil, you know, all those cities were not quite as big. The reason being, um, Argentina has incredible natural resources and a big old meat production industry, hmm. and they also, um, I don't know what started this, but a lot of European immigrants when they thought about coming to the Western Hemisphere but did not like American politics. Yeah. They went to Argentina. So, if you are from Europe, you're trying to bounce and get a fresh start, and you think capitalism is lame, Lame. you go to Argentina. Cool. So, a lot of Germans, a lot of French, a uh, lot of Spanish immigrants are all moving there, and it's quickly becoming like a Paris of the Americas. Huh. Um, and its politics are fucked up because, you know, there's a very established, we've been here... S- since the Spanish took over a uh, group of people that are typically called the oligarchy. They're just the rich folk that have been there. And then you've got some uh, new immigrants coming over, and you've got uh, a whole working class that have other ideas about union rights and whatnot. So the their their politics is very... God, man, like every four years, there's a n- whole new political party in charge, and then a military coup, and then the oligarchy takes over, and then someone gets assassinated. Is it's not like chaos. It's a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. Um, anarchy in the U.K. or in Argentina. Yeah, uh, anarchy in Argentina. Yeah, they dress
0: that way for fashion.
1: <sighs> Sorry, go on. I'm making punk a mess wasn't punk. even. It neither the Ramones or the Sex Pistols invented punk. It's not even close. <laughs> it's like five years off. Yeah, it was a mix between MC Five and. Uh, the Stooges. For sure. And Death. Everybody knows that. Yeah, I do. Fuck you, Matthew Lillard. It's a good movie, though. You Scientologist. That's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, especially Jason Siegel's <laughs> sort of underremembered yeah. psychopath character. Who was
0: chill most of the time until... he. Went Kelly went psycho. I you know. I think we brought up SLC Punk at least in four different episodes. I don't know how it keeps.
1: It's one of the ones that makes the rounds, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. It's almost every episode we bring that up. See, I did it just now. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we, we have certain specific tastes. Yeah. Um, well, the city is bustling, and uh, Ava spent several years just sort of being a young woman trying to be an actress. She did radio dramas. Uh, competed in a beauty contest and she lost. Like, lost, like, big
0: time or just lost? Like, I don't know.
1: I don't know what place. She didn't win. Yeah. You know, it's first place or last place. Great. So, so in far Argentina. from... She's talentless and ugly. Great. Now what happens? Well, she was briefly a model, but that didn't stick. Oh. And then she presided over a tango contest. Perci- like she was a judge? Yeah. Hmm.
0: That's where we ended. From, well, it was being an actor, a model, and nothing. Tango, all oh, that's a. It seems like your your guys won. Good job, you're the winners. You can tank really well. Yeah, it takes it takes two to tango, but then also takes three because I have to judge I you. I have to,
1: and then there's other judges.
0: Yeah. So it's actually like takes like 18 probably to get all this, like because yeah, you need competitors. Rent out the place, so someone's got to throw money at this, and takes like 24 to tango. Yeah, just you this one dancing couple same with sex it takes 24 people to depending if you want to use the metaphor it takes two to tango I meaning both parties are involved which is not actually always the case sometimes it's uh it's getting dark now i'll
1: i'll, <laughs> I'll get away from the rape
0: <laughs> okay it's
1: kind of a little off now yeah sometimes it really is just one to tango <laughs> I don't i don't really know why I, I can't become an actress i just go off on these diatribes Know what's going on <laughs> with my life all right you, but you guys got a 9.8 good good tangoing good job please uh thank you please let me be an actress it's <laughs> the only reason i'm here um but yeah she's just a young lady taking care of herself there is no indication so there, there, there's a lot of myth making and then shit talking about ava so on the one hand you're gonna have people who Why say do people are shit talker she becomes very very important here shortly so people are gonna start there there are factions that find her to be an opportunist whore Mm. so slept around to to get by
0: what's wrong with that
1: again i don't think there's an issue with that either but that that's that was the thing they threw at her it was like oh you slut you didn't have a real job so you were obviously fucking people to get around Mm -hmm. and then other people who say that she was a brilliant saint who spent the whole time uh trying to decide how to become a successful actress and just hadn't made it quite yet. Do we know the truth? There's it supposed to be somewhere in there. The truth is somewhere in between, yeah. She was trying to be an actress. She's a bad actress. I'm sure she did fuck dudes because she's a human being, but I'm not saying that she uh, exclusively fucked dudes to keep a roof over her head. There's no reason for that. I mean, like I said, she had jobs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That um, she was failing at. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Maybe she was a really good tango. Um Judge, Judge. she, she could have made a career out of that
1: but she, you know she was just not, a little too I don't want to allude
0: to the idea that she was I, I was just I'm joking
1: <laughs> Well, go ahead just say it oh, so I'm just saying, say it
0: I wasn't saying them like oh yeah I'm going with the whole she must have fucked guys because she was so terrible at all of her jobs <laughs> I just was making a joke that sounds like mm, yeah the struggling artist type of thing
1: yeah that's yeah, fine sure I honestly have no idea. Mm. Her her biography is rife with propaganda. So That's fun. My notes here are what is true. Sure. As true as I can get it. And oh, I like those ones. I'm not gonna sign on to any uh exaggerations. Sure. But this is around the time that she dyed her dark hair blonde, which is important because uh, she becomes blonde from now on and she's as she gets more and more important, she's sort of symbolic of uh you Marilyn did? Monroe, type, type of like blonde bombshell. Like, like Madonna. Yeah. You know? Um, whore.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> like how it's like, yeah, we don't know. She probably wasn't a whore. Whore.
1: It's just how people saw her. They were like, oh, she's hot. I bet she fucks for money. Oh,
0: she's, she's blonde, you say? On I bet she puts by out. By choice? Oh she's my. blonde by
1: choice? Did the carpets map match the pubes? They do not. Yeah, they do not. She, oh my God, she's. So, I bet she's so loose <laughs> from just fucking guys to pay for her apartment. So
0: you can see how all the uh, rumors, ju- just with two uh, idiots in a room, uh, with it's all it takes. Yeah, and you can see how now. Just add, you know, a couple thousand. Idiots. Add a
1: society of an echo chamber, and there you go. Great. That's how humans work. We figured it out. Um, she. Like did a a little bit of acting stuff, but it just wasn't taking off. She actually found her better performing talent as a voice actor, doing radio dramas like soap operas. That sounds fun. Over the radio, she actually did that very well. Um, The company, the radio companies, would use her face to advertise the shows because she was naturally pretty and blonde. Mm -hmm. So then her face started becoming uh, more recognizable, and it wasn't until what kind of
0: do we know what kind of radio dramas
1: were there? Any like soap operas? Okay, yeah. No. Which, this is actually why they're called soap operas. Really? Yeah, because her brother Juan, of course, her it brother's name is Juan. Juan, after his father. Yeah, stupid. and and his mom. And Juana. Yeah, everyone's named Juan except for Ava in Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> She's the only one. Oh, okay. Um That's her, her brother That's worked for a soap company called Radical Soap, um, and he That's struck pretty a pretty deal. Cool. Yeah, I don't know where why radical soap. I know there's a lot of radical politics down there, like communists. i to say, communist is what it soap. Is. <laughs> yeah. I think that's honestly what it is.
0: That's hilarious.
1: And, and it's rad. Dude, this soap is so fucking radical. <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on the package, it's like, it's a kid riding a skateboard, and the skateboard's on fire. He's got a guitar, and he's playing it. Like, there's dinosaurs. Yeah. Radical soap!
0: <laughs>
1: Wash your body. <laughs> Wash your ass. Um... Yeah, uh, her brother Juan, with radical soap, uh, struck up like an advertising deal. And um, they became incredibly successful, where her radio dramas would advertise soap products. And, you know, house moms would listen to these in the middle of the day. And they'd buy the soap, and they'd like the show, and they'd buy the soap, and they'd like the show. I've heard this before. I just didn't know that there was, like, I don't know the actual story behind it, which is what we're learning now. But, see, I don't know if this is the... first time that happened like why they're called soap operas but i do know that's why they're called soap operas is that yep it was traditional to take these midday operas and as, as an opportunity to advertise soap like so this is got to be in
0: the 30s 40s area right yeah. 39 so yeah so i actually read something about this although there was no real backstory of who or what it, where it started but that the uh, fashion industry was starting to really blow up so perfumes and Soaps and lotions and beauty products, right? Yeah. Were constantly advertised throughout uh, these um, radio dramas. And that's how it got named Soap Opera. And then it just continued. And, matter of fact, apparently, because of them, this is what really got the beauty industry to like really get up there because they huh. would actually it in ways of like basically if you didn't use our product you're an ugly fucker <laughs> and so women were like oh i don't want to be an ugly fucker which and is a great advertising campaign that's basically how they did it i mean like yeah. nicer but like basically if you were not using this product then you were probably gross and scummy
1: well and i didn't i you know it's just apropos i didn't really want to do this now but yeah that's what people time is yeah. If you don't listen to People Time, you're ugly as fuck. Yeah, you're gross. You're unwanted physically Ugh. by the people that you are attracted to. Buy some People Time soap. It's on our website. Yeah. Which is actually just our Facebook, but I don't think that works anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's too late for you. You're ugly
1: forever. You're always ugly.
0: I never used the products. Me too. Yeah, I don't, I don't use the Shut
1: up. We had it. I don't use soap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just stand in the rain like my ancestors. <laughs> i well,
0: I'm the cleanest, I guess, when I give my dogs a bath, and so. I, some <laughs> oh of the, no! Some of the shampoo gets on my hands. Ooga! Oh, Rock station. K. People time. People time. K. E. R. R. It's the
1: killer Radio. Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> Go outside and fucking kill someone. <laughs>
0: so stupid why do they do that why do they sound
1: like- i don't know there are still rock stations i'll switch through in the car that do that, that yeah st- that same vibe i don't fucking get it man it was weird then and it's weirder now okay so by 1943 so she she works at this for several years with her brother and she becomes like the number one radio voice in argentina for the soap operas
0: i hope that's how it sounded for her too what she does the rock voice. In the, <laughs> in the late 30s. Yeah. Buy some soap.
1: Radical. Juan, I'm not Louisa. I'm her twin sister. <gasps> and I'm pregnant. With your baby. But the baby is also a twin. Oh, no. Which was impregnated by your brother. <laughs> carrying twins from, from two two guys. To, yeah. Yeah, because she's so fucking loose. you see the color of her hair? I think that's technically possible,
0: but so super rare.
1: Oh, it happens yeah.
0: all the time in Alabama. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I guess to say super rare everywhere, but, but Alabama. But, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. It's as a matter of fact, it's actually less rare <laughs> for them to have it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like you're, only pre- you keep it in the family. You're pregnant with one, one man's babies, and there's two of them. Huh. I don't. I, don't
1: I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah, but there's two babies. I don't. Yes, Grandma. I know. What I'm saying is, these are both from your husband. <laughs> right, right. But I don't. I only have the one husband. I have exes.
0: Yeah. You mean more of my exes, and then one of my other exes, and my husband? Hmm.
1: No. No, all my ex-husbands are dead. Did you, you fucked them? Because I mean, I'm not judging you. It's Alabama. I just...
0: Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in the
1: family. Ugh. So, by
0: 1943,
1: she had her own radio production, and she was making five to six thousand pesos a month. Well, I what is a peso so, to the dollar back then? It was on par with the dollar. Back then, wait, 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 a peso equals one dollar, a peso was yeah in in the uh what I mean now it's it's considerably less, you no, know, like, but back ten thousand pesos equals a dollar, yeah, I don't really know the conversion, but yeah, the pesos not, but back then, Argentina was a bustling economy, mm-hmm. so it was about the same as a dollar, so back then it would be what is now ninety thousand dollars a month, yeah. It takes about
0: 20.5 pesos to make a U.S. dollar.
1: Yeah. No. A lot of uh, political instability in the peso world has uh, affected their currency. Yeah. We're headed that way. Yeah. America's going to be a shithole any day now. Yeah. And our dollar will become worse or, or worth considerably less than what's uh, whatever they fucking have in China. Is it human babies? Mm, yeah that's what they exchange i think they have a they have a surplus of those yeah yeah good news is well i'm snipped but it's like white babies
0: go for i guess a decent amount mm-hmm. so you at least you can pop out some white babies to sell i can't i'm now useless yeah,
1: i'm gonna have to go start impregnating people
0: yeah for the for my future yeah yeah the good news is, like, you just line up a bunch of people, like, poink, boink, boink. 50%, 50%, half, half. Okay, cool. Next person, 50%. Yeah, let's do yeah this. let me know oh. when that
1: thing is done cooking. We'll cut it right in half. And there we go. Yeah. I think they have knives at the hospital. We'll just shh, call it a day.
0: Why don't we go to the hospital? It's just another cost. Thing clearly. Just do it at home. Oh, God, I'm so stupid. Just grab it and yank it out.
1: Yeah, it doesn't even have to be done cooking, really. <laughs> no, it just has to look like it was. Here you go. Run it under the faucet. Wash the goo off. Ugh. Just cut it. Yeah, this is getting dark. Ugh.
0: This is getting dark. <laughs> Either kill me or not. But I don't want to go to the ER and pay money. That's
1: bullshit. Period. Yeah. Because currently they don't take babies as payment.
0: Really? I did you even
1: offer? They don't do it. Mm-hmm. They were a little bit disturbed that I asked.
0: <laughs> That'll be fifteen hundred dollars. That one baby should cover that plus,
1: right? I mean, really, like seventy-five percent of a baby. Yeah. <laughs> cut it. Do you want the legs or the feet cut off? <laughs> I got a bunch of them.
0: <laughs> a bunch of babies or a bunch of legs and feet? Yes. She's like oh, I got a bunch of Mike. I got I can a bunch. Add of them. more to the collection. It don't matter. <laughs> I sew them together. I'm preparing
1: for the future of a China to take over. So wait, what
0: was our subject doing at this time again?
1: She is running a very successful. Uh, radio production company where she is an actress, a voice actress in radio dramas, right. selling soap, and she's now the president of that company and doing very, very she's well. The pre- she's the president. Well, man, we jumped up. She to... made her own production company. I don't. Uh. She might have like hired the president, but yeah, she's making what today would be ninety thousand dollars a month. What the fuck? People like radio back then. They like radio and they like soap. Jesus, 90K a month? Yeah. Huh. Makes me pretty sad. So she's, she's filthy rich. Like. She's very rich, very popular, uh, very influential in Buenos Aires. Okay. And um, not an actress, just a voice actor. Hey, if you're making 90000 a, a month, yeah, who fucking cares what you're doing? Dude, I will go poop
0: in your yard every day for, if you're paying me 90K a month. It's could not somebody my dreams,
1: but I'll somebody do it. poop in your mouth for ninety thousand dollars a month? Uh,
0: I can't do poop. once a month. I can't do poopy once in my a mouth.
1: mouth, and that's all you have to do. Look, I can. I will do a lot of stuff for
0: ninety k a month. I want to poop in your mouth. <laughs> you don't have ninety k, so this is not even. I'm not going to entertain. What if I did? Uh, I can't do poopy.
1: Yeah, I'll throw it up. I don't think I would do it either. Mm-mm. No,
0: dude, I'll do a lot of
1: sexual things. I can't do Oh, I'll do practically any sexual thing yeah for free now. <laughs> I said, not
0: even young to pay that much. <laughs> you don't have to
1: you don't got to pay me. I'm just here for fun. But uh yeah, I don't think I could do that. No. Yeah. No. 90k is There's a lot of babies, but I don't I don't want shit in my mouth.
0: I can't. It's going to get stuck in your teeth. I'm a very I'm a very what is it called? When you like, I don't like certain foods, not because of how they taste, but because of, like, how their texture is, or, like, what I think about them, in my, like, in my head. You're picky? Yeah. Yeah. Asshole. You're picky. But it's like... it's it, okay. It fucks with me. Like, I can't eat mushrooms, and it's not the flavor, but it's just something about, like, the texture or something that makes it's a me want
1: to gag or something, so... It is a weird texture. Thinking about it. Is there are enough? Applesauce. Sometimes if I'm eating applesauce, it hits a gag reflex in my mouth. <laughs> I have no idea why, because I love applesauce. Applesauce is good, but... It, I'll chug it down. I don't fucking
0: care. Applesauce reminds me too much of like when I was a kid in like daycare. and like it, it gave Or it if you t- were sick. Maybe, but it would get warm is my point, so I don't really like applesauce anymore. It's because they'd hand them out, and then you'd take a bite and then run around and play and come back and it'd be warm. I'd be like, ugh, this is gross. And that has stuck with me forever. So now, why don't you eat it cold now? Cause it's still, cause my brain's fucked up. Always, I'm just telling you, man. Like I, I, it's in my head. I don't know what that is. It's probably some disorder. I don't know. Yeah, I
1: think it's called neurotic. Probably. Yeah, I'm neurotic about a lot of shit. Just not food. I can't
0: remember our own episodes with people that we were trying to remember, but I remember the applesauce tasting warm. Even if I'm not eating it warm, is gross. When I go to eat cold applesauce, and I don't like it. So yeah. I've oh, got some problems.
1: Yeah, you don't even you won't even allow poop to be in your mouth. Not even for a second. <laughs> Never said for a second. But yeah. Well, you're no, right. you have to swallow it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> it will uh, be it'll be warm. There's no. It'll be warm.
0: to <laughs> 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 chill it. What the fuck?
1: No. Put you know, it in a bag. Put it in the freezer. Oh, just for you? You you couldn't eat shit for 90k. i'd think about it i don't think i could but i think about it i might give it a try i'll try it Whose shit is it you know yeah does that matter me i guess beyonce maybe that helps i'll eat that for free (laughs) (laughs) if she if she wants me to yeah so in the ava perone epic she's very successful now uh you know you could say her dreams have come true she's a successful actress of some kind. Yeah. Not, not make, her favorite kind. Making making the money. Mm. So let's now introduce, because uh, we were in like 1943. All right. so oh, World War II. Yeah. None it's of that's come fun. up because Ava's not especially political. Uh, she doesn't really care. But let's now introduce the uh, other part of the story, the second most important person, Juan. Her brother? Domingo Peron. Not her brother. No. What the fuck? How just, many just the other one? <laughs> just the other one. Her mom, her dad, her brother, and now her soon to be one?
0: Oh, that one.
1: That one. That Wh- one. Which one?
0: Someone. I don't know. Was... One love. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that your name once on the like, show? Like early episode Episode the, one, two or three,
1: somewhere in there. The Hispanic reggae superstar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Juan Perón, he is uh, born in Spain in 1895. His family moves to southern Argentina. He joins the military. He's very charismatic, and uh, he quickly runs up the ranks of the Argentinian military. He na- he marries a woman named Ariella, who dies of cervical cancer.
0: Oh, that's bummer. In
1: 1930, the uh, Argentinian government is being run by... What is often called the oligarchy, which is just basically the people that have the most money. Okay. They're running a semi-democratic uh, government. Uh, Juan Perón, as part of the military, successfully has a military coup that overthrows the government. Um, Whoa, so this guy just comes in and he takes over the new government. Well, he's the old- part of the upper military guys who commit the coup so he's a i think he's a major or a colonel no he's a general so the military has overthrown its own government and he's a part of this it happens constantly yeah. so i think in in america we because we are like our constitution says we have to have a civilian run military and yeah. uh, it's all run by uh voluntary like you can quit the military anytime right other militaries are like yeah. you're in it for life it's a separate culture or you have to at least put in so many years. Yeah, where it's mandatory. Yeah. So in this case, the military doesn't feel um, like they're part of the government if they disagree with them politically, and they often just take over. You know, it's like if you're going to make me join the military, train me up, and then not let me leave,
0: I'll just I'll leave by making you leave. I'll, Think about that. I'll
1: take over your fucking country.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's. Oh well, no! I'm the king. Look at me. Sort of
1: important because there's um. I don't know what they're called. There's a group in America now of retired generals trying to warn the public that a military coup is coming. From, from which? What? America.
0: But like just the entire military? Or?
1: There's some upper level uh, generals who agree with the, the vote was the stolen thing and that Trump should oh be president. Oh, my God. So if, if we go through 2024 and there's an, another level of like ambiguity about who won, even though that ambiguity is completely fabricated. Yes. If it's still agreed upon by a certain group of people, there's a fear that there will be a military coup uh, to instate Trump or whomever. Whatever. Yeah, who fucking cares? Yeah. But this is the kind of thing we're Should talking we go about. go to England? The place. Great Depression uh, had fucked up um, the country. The oligarchy wasn't running things well, and the military actually wanted to create pro-union organizations to support... Uh, the working class, so they took over the government. Hmm. Uh, It's actually called the September Revolution, uh, and it wasn't even uh, a bloody coup. The military just walked in, and the reigning government was like, We give up! Don't kill us! Makes sense! Thank you! Thank you. So at this point, he's actually Colonel Juan Perón. He becomes the Minister of War and the Secretary of Labor. So by World War II, he is one of the most important people in the Argentinian government, which is kind of a bummer because Argenti- Argentini- Argentina's huh. stance on World War II was to be neutral. They didn't, mm. they didn't pick sides. That's weird. Yeah. It, a lot of that has to do with the fact that... Because the government was changing hands? Constantly. There's one thing they couldn't get on. They couldn't decide. The oligarchy was pro-ally. Mm. The military was actually full of dudes who were pro-
0: nazism
1: nazis and fascism especially they fucking loved mussolini that's weird well juan peron being from spain um which obviously isn't italy but the the spanish government replicated italian fascism and made spanish fascism Mm. so he loves fascism he thinks it's like what a weird i know in retrospect now we see fascism as a bad word but back then, there was a sense that democracy had failed and fascism was the answer to certain people be- right. believed that. I think Mussolini and Hitler had certainly uh, convinced a large amount of people of that. And Juan was one of them. He, uh, big Mussolini, big Hitler fan. What does Juan have to do anything with... Oh, so I'm just establishing Juan Peron for you here. Well, Why? Because let me see where the notes like we just did like, so we're doing a different people time
0: person all of a sudden.
1: Well, so I was doing Ava Perone and she was just so boring. I just
0: switched it. <laughs> she's like I switched yeah, it to a different she's guy. A failed actress, but then made it big as a voice actor.
1: Selling soap? You're hawking soap? So we're gonna announce our time about this other guy, so, so on. So here's what happened. Yeah, because he is um, the secretary of labor. He. In 1944, there is uh, San Juan, is another province of Argentina. They have an enormous earthquake. Uh, it's thought now to be between a seven and an eight magnitude in a very poor area, kind of like the 2010 Haiti earthquake, okay. where you have people living in poorly constructed buildings. Yeah. And just, I think they, they, they think now that like 10,000 people died. It's just horrific. Just leveled it. Fuck. Yeah. So Juan, as a part of the government. Um, wanted to do something to... Well, obviously, they're sending aid to San Juan. But he had this idea where he's like, you know, Buenos Aires is full of a bunch of entertainers and artists. Let me gather a group of them to create a charity so we can get some money to send to San Juan. And he meets Ava Peron. And 24-year-old Ava Maria Ibu, Ibu Garan Duarte and 48-year-old Juan Domingo Peron Love at first sight.
0: Really? Oh,
1: baby. What, they just like lock eyes? Yeah, they were in like an arena for a charity event. Sorry, a stadium. Locked eyes from across the place.
0: This magic moment.
1: And it was like laser beams. Bum, bum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Now in the middle of the field, the laser beams start fucking.
0: <laughs> Is this low
1: that I'm feeling? They both came immediately, like explosions out of their pants. Yeah. They just like, ah! And then they realized who the other was, and they were like, well, I guess we're fucking now. I huh. guess we're supposed to fuck now. So they, they met up at
0: a charity event, and they start talking, and they're like, we both like the same things.
1: Well, it's said that um, they were attracted to each other physically, which helps. She was attracted to his political passion and, and how to his intelligent. Fashion basically yeah yeah he gave her a campaign speech more or less uh, <laughs> she fell for it he loved um <laughs> you know her natural charm and beauty obviously i think he was also attracted to the idea of being hooked up with one of the most successful entertainers in the area certainly an ego
0: a month
1: yeah yeah no nobody pooping in anybody's mouth she made that through soap money <laughs> yeah he was impressed with that hmm. Um, there's not an honest depiction of this moment, um, because most people who tell this story tell it from a propaganda standpoint, where they're like, yeah, it was love at first sight. How much of it was just, maybe
0: just, he grabbed her ass, and she slapped him, and was like, excuse me, sir, and he's like, I'm sorry, and then she's like,
1: it's okay. You are handsome.
0: Yeah, I kind of thought, I didn't see it at first, you might have been ugly. That's usually who grabs my asses ugly people. But I like your hands. But as long as your name's not Juan, because that's, I'm sick of, <laughs> <sick> of meeting <laughs> Juan. Every fucking
1: person I know is named Juan.
0: My brother's name is Juan? His brother's name is Juan? Yeah. This city that we're doing a charity for, San Juan. Did you know that? Has anyone put this together? Am I crazy? So, I'm sure your name's, I mean, not Juan. I'm being exaggerating uh, too much. So, what is your name? Juan. Ah! <laughs>
1: I have to fuck another one, another one, another one. Damn it! Just G- want someone to love me, <laughs> someone to care. <laughs> I don't. So I don't know. You know, if if it was just, you know, they just liked each other and started dating and it escalated, or if it was legitimately, as people like to describe, love at first sight. Which I'm fine with that concept. Uh, I just don't know if it happened in this case. I think they're both just very opportunistic people. They're both very powerful. Yeah. They saw an opportunity in making each other more powerful through via fucking. Yeah. That's my thought. Um... But uh, she, because she uh, is so successful radio-wise, and he is very into government propaganda, now that he's part of...
0: Into it, like he likes to create it, or he likes to...
1: Government propaganda is like one of the cornerstones of fascism. Yeah. You tell people what to think, because you you know better. Right. So, since he's a part of the government, the government wanted state-funded entertainment, and... uh, He's
0: like, I happen to know somebody.
1: I better know this bitch that I'm I've been fucking. Um, yeah, she's here. She's right there. She's another another one. <laughs> she's like her name's not Juan. <laughs> no, like oh,
0: maybe that's a deal breaker.
1: No, no, no. She's cool. She's cool. I Trust me. I've only ever worked with Juanas. <laughs> I don't know about what. How do you even pronounce it? Eva. 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 Gross. Well, the first government project that she gets for the radio is. People time. What? I think we've done this before. What? Or people we have do a version of people time. We right. get stoked. She did something called Heroines of History, which was.
0: What she did, people time.
1: She did people time. She probably talked less about pooping and mouths and stuff. Yeah, Maybe, not all, but less. Yeah. There's probably some. <laughs> of course. You put a microphone in front not? of a human being. <laughs> there's there's <a> predictable behavior. <laughs> Poop comes out. Yeah. Um, but she did, Uh, she did basically do, she goes, Heroines of History! Oh yeah!
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm Ava, and welcome to, what was the name of her thing again? Uh, Heroines of History. Heroines of History! On our today's episode, we're going to be learning about some of the greatest influential figures in history. Oh yeah! That's so cool. Obviously, the people time's not an original thought, it's been done...
1: Uh, constantly throughout history, but that's always fun when you run into another. It's always fun when that happens. Yeah, she actually. Um, I don't think I don't, we haven't done any of the people she did. She did Cleopatra, Elizabeth the First on the list. Um, she did the last Tsarina, who we did talk about in the Rasputin episode. Oh yeah, Alexandra Feodorvona. I don't know what that is. She's one of the Tsars. One of the one of the. Uh, just part of that family. The uh, ones that all fucking that got shot. Alexandra? All got
0: murked. The, the wife of the Tsar? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay,
1: yeah, yeah. The, that, that whole the, family that got murked. The one who let in fucking Rasputin? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Basically. one who was weirdly attracted to his just unbathed Gross strange. Beard. And I think we talked in that episode that he must have had an incredible dick. I or don't, something. I don't know what made that guy. Because no.
0: even if it's incredible, it probably stinky though it's unwashed yeah
1: yeah smells
0: like dick in here and he hasn't even, he hasn't even entered the room yet and you're like it's all you guys smell that and then he walks in and you're like i smelled that from outside the room man what
1: the hell is that
0: it smells like gross
1: dick it smells like ball cheese it's been fermented for a long time and i'm lactose intolerant sir you need to leave but that's not what happened they let him in they're like come on in and then yeah he fucked their kids presumably et yeah. et cetera. Et cetera terrible terrible man maybe Serena deserved to get fucking shot in the head i you know
0: i mean not our
1: kids but maybe her (laughs) that's okay with me sure all right um that is actually ava's final thoughts on that episode she's like that bitch deserved it (laughs) but um yeah so these radio productions were uh historical in in nature but they were propaganda they're mostly propaganda where they're well, well, or they just would tell stories. on the bad parts. They would still still tell stories about how loyal to a government is, is the highest ideal, gotcha. and, and that kind of at an, angle. at an angle. We don't have an angle. Well, we have a little bit of opinionated um, I mean, fuck these people.: but. I don't think you know this because I haven't been sharing the money with you, but the government has been paying me to keep people's time going as a way to distract the population that they are putting fluoride in our drinking water. Mon- There's money? It's not a lot of money. There's it's money. not like shit-in-your-mouth money. <laughs> shit money. not shit-in-your-mouth money. Is it at least half shit-in-your-mouth money? No, it's, I buy like a pack of cigarettes every week with it. Should I? I'll share it with you, but it will be less than a pack of cigarettes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> about half a pack, cigarettes. a pack of cigarettes. So you get a pack of cigarettes about two weeks.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but if anyone was curious why people time even exists at all, it's to distract you from the fact that there's fluoride in the water.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. We had and I, actually, I just fucked it up. Just I didn't now know actually. we had an angle.
1: Oh, I feel gross. You should. You haven't even been being paid for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess I feel a little bit better that I was not in the know tricking these people
1: all this time. So, But just remember, trust your government, drink the water. There's okay. absolutely no reason they put fluoride in it. It is there. Makes your teeth whiter. Let's never bring it up again. I feel like I'm I'm fighting for the propaganda side. It's great for you. It's good for
0: your teeth. Teeth white. My teeth
1: need more fluoride. What, do you want to have a gross mouth like Rasputin or some Englishman? Ugh. Sick. Wash your dick with some more fluoride in the water. (laughs) Do you want to have a shinier dick? Wash your dick with drinking water. That's the whole point of this show. Um... What do we got here? Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. So after this, uh, Juan starts giving a bunch of political talks Which to Juan? the people. Perone. Okay, I, yeah. I know I'm sorry. he's the only he's the only Juan I'm going to talk about anymore. Promise. Just suffice it to say everyone else in the story is also named Juan. This is he's the only one I'm talking about.
0: Well, I don't know if there's like if Juan is actually five guys that we just
1: combined <laughs> into one. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the Power Rangers. <laughs> they become the giant machine and fight Godzilla every week. Yeah, yeah, it's a powerful one. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big one. Um, he one um, actually started giving a bunch of political talks to unions. He was a very pro-union guy. Um. And he started running for public offices, and he designed his own, basically, political party by going to unions and saying that, I mean, I don't have a direct quote here, but he creates what's called Peronism. It's just, it's a political party named after him. Right. In which it it is fascist uh, it is nationalist fascism is very nationalistic this is a terrible person but it has elements of populism and pro-labor unions in it so it's all about the people the workers rights anyway the way communism is, is uh, portrays itself Wait, as where is he from again Juan Didn't he, was he born come? in Spain raised in Argentina and he's a nationalist yeah <laughs>
0: how does that work out the only people that deserve to be here are people who were born here
1: And me. And me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My name's Juan, so, I mean, come on, guys. It's
1: It's basically the I'm born here. Hitler saying, like, only trust blonde, blue-eyed people. Yeah, uh, Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Well, fascism doesn't make sense. Um, But it is hyper-Peronism is hyper-anti-capitalist and anti-communist. Yeah. So he created this whole um, cult around him uh, of of, of people. He he really uh, mirrored himself after Mussolini. And... The reason that Ava, That's the reason good. I'm talking about this at all is because Ava and Perona are, are dating now publicly and they're fucking. And she's totally tell, she's cool with all this. She is a full Peronist. Ugh. Yeah, she loves it. Are these, are we doing bad guys? Oh, this is a bad guy.
0: Is Ava a bad guy?
1: Yeah, Ava's a bad guy. <laughs> uh, she's not as bad as, I mean, she's not John Wilkes Booth and Rasputin. She didn't kill anybody, but she's just a selfish, no nothing opportunist. Okay. Okay. But the story is interesting, in, in how that yes. gets defined. Of course. So from here on out, uh, working for this uh, this new uh, political leader, uh, Ava just does um, propaganda. She she makes propaganda movies, radio programs. She does star in a handful of non-propaganda movies, but they don't they don't do well. So, <laughs> so the only ones that are doing well
0: are, are the ones. Well. Yeah. So she's not a good actress. No. And it's just to sell the propaganda is what's...
1: And it's her face. Like, everybody in Argentina already is aware of her from her radio programs. Mm. And now her association with uh, Juan Perón, everyone knows her. She's like, oh, she's the bitch I buy soap from. I could probably buy fascism. Oh. Why not? She's pretty. She's blonde. That's great. Everyone loves a blonde. Mm. Whore. (laughs) I I was ready for this to be like a...
0: Ava then backstabs Juan and...
1: It's all great, but um, yep. we're doing a bad guy. Okay. We're basically doing a, I think we're doing a bad guy because disconnected from history, we know now that fascism is just a bad idea. Yeah. It's not but, good... but back then there was a lot of talk, because there, Ameri- there was the American Fascist Party up until, I think, God, like the fucking 70s. Really? Oh. So, I think the idea is how much trust should you put in the people to make their own political decisions or how much you should make decisions for them both economically and politically seems like fascism is which... basically i will tell you what to do because i know best for you and it kind of seems how it is anyway <clears throat> even without fascism right but then yeah american republican democracy is, is full of propaganda and it's underrepresented the, the working class as is so yeah it's all it's all the sixes yeah. We're all we're all serfs in a never ending monarchy. Oh, this is depressing. I'm glad we've done this episode. It's just titles. You're all slaves. <laughs> Buy soap. <laughs> <laughs> Buy it or else. Um yeah, she makes a bunch of shit. Um Juan actually you er, uh nationalizes the only film studio in Buenos Aires, closes all the other Film studios, and Ava is now president of the film studio in Argentina. Now you're the best actress. If I get rid of all the other ones, then
0: you are by default, you're the best actress. You fire
1: everyone. You're the only actress. You're so You're the best, the greatest actress in Argentina. She's like, I know it's about goddamn time. <laughs> and then she starts acting in front of him. It's like, no,
0: no, 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 that's enough. That's good. Just, oh, please. Uh, just on film. We want to capture it, honey. Please, God, stop. But I have to go do some other work, so you go capture it by yourself when these other people have to watch you and tell you that you're amazing. Not me. Not this one. I don't want it. Like, Doth, I must go. <laughs> Thank you, my husband band and he's like why are you
1: talking okay good good go please stop go ahead i will okay you're the president okay okay (sighs) Uh, she's the only actress in argentina she's still the worst (laughs) i'd rather someone shit my mouth than watch that again (laughs) the president of the film industry i'm
0: ready for my close-up he's just walking away (laughs) like oh my god oh my god she's lucky she's
1: hot (laughs) fuck Well, the uh, Peronist political party just kept getting bigger and bigger, and Juan and Ava's faces were used to advertise the party, Mm. physically on, like, posters and shit, Uh, so they became just political faces. Uh, In March of 1945, World War II is wrapping up. It is one month before the Germans' surrender, Mm. and that is when the Argentinian government decides to ally themselves with the Allies. So they do a lot they they go with the allies uh a month before but then they let all the defectors from oh yeah Nazi Germany come over. Yeah, but it was it was that was a secret. Oh. <laughs> people did not know that not for a minute. The Argentina government didn't know that or other people didn't know. that? Oh, yeah, other countries didn't know that Argentina Argentina had they're called rat lines mm. where the Nazis uh got into Argentina. Which is ironic because it's like a whole lot like you know
0: the Jewish people had to like escape through different means of you know hiding and running through different kind yeah, of different, underground, like underground railroads. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then it ends up with these uh, Germans who were afraid of some pretty intense yeah. repercussions.
1: Yeah. From their actions. The no. war. There are a lot of dudes who just did not want to. And a lot got to Argentina, like, like oh, a, a ton. ton? Yeah. Actually, the most uh, of all, like. Um, Nazis that ran somewhere most went to Argentina,
0: right? And even rumors that Hitler didn't die and he made
1: it to Argentina. Yeah, that's actually part of this story. Oh fuck! Kinda. Well, so here's what happened: the government sided with the Allies uh, because they knew who was going to win, right? Yeah. They, they wanted to look good in public, but Argentina is so full of, of <laughs> people who are sympathetic of the Nazis yeah. um, that there were and Mussolini, there were straight up protests and riots about the government siding with the allies oh my god uh and it was perone who went up gave a bunch of speeches that riled up the people about how uh the allies never should have won um you know go fascism go peronism and and he gathered up these people to uh fight for that cause and they burned a bunch of buildings down and it was uh but he's in government yeah he's like yeah burn those government buildings but these ones not the ones i'm in Get these, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I because like, he's not president. Yeah. So when the when there's a military coup, they assign a president, and that president is uh, is a general. Yeah. So it's usually the general that's heading the coup. He was just part of the military that created the coup after... They gave him some government position. Yeah. And they were pretty uh, high up positions, but yeah. because he's creating his own political party, he's now separating himself from the military coup that he created, or was a part of. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> yeah, it's all very It is not... It is a shit fuck... Yeah. Situation over there. I did not see
0: that coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I used the over Yeah pun, I'm sorry. I've been stalling on that one. Ah. Uh, is Yeah. That's it was what was in fascism at the time. Oh, that was nice. I, uh, I didn't see that one coming actually. Not uh, see that one coming? Did you say it again? <laughs> or did you say the actual words? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't,
1: I'm not yeah. very punny, so I don't ever know if one's coming. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's, that's all I got. <laughs> I don't want more. <laughs> tried. My brain... I was a lot of brain power to get to that one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But now my brain's just being like, Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> I can't What am I going to do with that? Eisenhower? <laughs> Those are hard names. Damn it. So, um, because Perone... Um, gives all these speeches to the riled up public, basically saying we don't agree with the government, siding with the allies. Um, that government then insisted he resign. Oh yeah, they're from, like from his government position. Quit, quit, trying to go against us. Resign. Well, dude, we have to align with the allies. You want us to align with the country that's currently burned the fuck down? Yeah, wanted. I mean, it sounds like he's
0: obviously just going for to make him look good and the other. It's two for his own shit. Bad, but I do find it's it not funny. better for
1: Argentina.
0: Yeah. I do find it funny that the government was like, well, they're definitely
1: losing. We're on the Allies' side. woohoo!" And that, too. They waited it until a month where everybody, within a month of the end of the war, everybody already knew it was going to happen. Yeah. So they they were even late for that. (laughs) They were still, fingers crossed, like, Hitler will come up with something. Please, God. Okay, it's getting
0: a little too close. We don't look bad. So it's just, uh, we're on your guys' side,
1: winners. Good job. We love France and stuff. Oh, Fuck. <clears throat> do you think we can play this off <laughs> just be cool be cool we can play this off we love you guys we love it democracy and stuff yeah it's cool that's cool one would you knock it off we're trying to do a different thing now
0: and then 80 wands turn on what kind of me which one were you wanting which <laughs> <laughs> to talk to <laughs> which one of us <laughs> I'm such a dumb pun. and we're I'm gonna abuse the it. shit out of it.
1: We are kicking that horse so hard. Yeah, that 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 Juan corpse, <laughs> that, that Juan horse corpse. <laughs> it's
0: so stupid. It's so bad. <laughs> I should be laughing this hard. Well, but okay. I hope
1: there isn't a dabbler out there whose name is Juan because. He has heard this his whole life. Oh, the poor that poor bastard. <laughs> like I don't I don't want to say my real name. I mean I could, we just don't. Yeah. Um I, you know, as a kid, there's just those little jokes that you've heard of every time. That you've heard for your whole fucking life. That you just do not want to hear again. Whenever someone said you look at me still, mm-hmm. Oh, that's great, that's great. Yeah. yeah. I kinda wanna rip your throat out with my teeth.
0: <laughs> not because <laughs> Not because it's a mean joke or no, because it's exactly. That's the thing is,
1: it's not actually it's hurtful. It's so unoriginal, and I've heard it a heard billion, it. billion times. Yeah. And it's it's everybody always goes. Have you heard that? <laughs> it's funny. did you heard that? It's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard it. I've heard it. Mine, the one I always got when I was a kid, was like Marv, like
0: as in Home Alone. I'm like, yeah, I was actually in Home Alone. That's Jackass.
1: I am the man who tried to murder Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Is that funny to you? I'll try and murder your child too. I bet he's not as clever. Yeah. And I will succeed.
0: When someone you know, someone might be named Michael and they'd be like, like Mike Tyson? That's like what you're saying to me, but I am Mike Tyson in this case. But I'm Marv from Home Alone. Yeah. I'll
1: make you, I'll make your wife a widow. <laughs> I'll bite your ear off. <laughs>
0: That's my Mike Tyson impression. I have to say Mike Tyson, uh I used to like I think he was kind of a bit of a douche but i think he's like chilled the fuck
1: out like he's he's oh, yeah. cool as hell i hate, i hate to admit that I, where i got this but he, his uh joe rogan podcast episode is fucking is it great. good dude he seems like he's a badass he he's, went from being he's well read ego he knows a lot too. about philosophy yeah um he's very interesting dude i think he's cool i don't like to listen to the joe rogan podcasts anymore
0: mm-hmm. but
1: that episode if you're going to check it out sounds like there's a story there I just fucking hate Joe Rogan now. Just do now. Just something happened. You know, you haven't heard. Uh uh-uh. uh no, That's not super. Important. I don't listen to Joe he Rogan. Just, so I don't know. It, it's sort of the same thing with like Dave Chappelle, where I'm just like, oh, is he doing the same shit? Well, they're from different angles. It's just Joe is being very obnoxious about COVID, and uh, oh. Dave Chappelle is is established himself quite clearly as anti-trans. Yeah, and I feel like th- it's just not the time for that. Go listen to Marsha P. Johnson. <clears throat> Yeah, go an listen to our episode on Marsha P. Johnson and get a vaccination Then shut your goddamn wan mouth. See, and that didn't even work, Juan. I'm talking directly to you. I'm not even making a pun. See yeah, how I said pun? <laughs> Do you like that, Juan? Do you like that, one? Get your, get vaccinated. Con, we move on. <laughs> Man, I get like so... I like get so... Wor- wonk, dirt wonk, wonk worked up. <laughs> so dumb all right so juan peron fucking with his own government creating a new political party yeah insisting that the allies should have lost and argentina should not align themselves with the allies uh so the government says well you need to resign from your positions he says no so they fucking promptly put him in jail oh they throw him in jail in jail what so October seventeenth of nineteen forty-five, there are massive riots by the working class and because people who call themselves Peronists. Yeah, oh. um, insisting for Perón's release. Um, there is, huh? Sorry, I just more stupid puns. More Juancho.
0: Yeah, yeah. Free, free everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Free them all. Free Juan.
1: They could have actually chanted that. You know. Yeah, because a lot of those political chants are always kind of cheeky like that. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember any right now, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't been to a protest in a long time. Yeah, um, there is a myth that Avita. I have to make sure to say that it's a myth. There's a, a there's myth. a myth that Avita. I'm calling her Avita now because she, <laughs> um Ava and Avita are are interchangeable. But she 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 embraces the name Avita when she. Is seen as the, the the wife of the of the head Peronist. Right, right. Um, so there's a myth that she went to different union leaders and sparked this riot. It's untrue. She was in the riot, but there, there's a lot of propaganda that she caused the riot to uh, get uh, Juan out of prison. But try to make her seem more important in that specific involved. riot. Really. Yeah, because she's really not a political person. She's just not. But either way, the um, the riots were so enormous that they did actually release him from jail. Uh, it had only been like two weeks. Whoa. But it was October the 17th of 1945, which is actually now still a holiday in Argentina called uh, Loyalty Day. Loyal to one? Yeah, loyal to Peronism, at what? least.
0: What? Is Peronism still a
1: thing today? It got banned and then came back. I think it's not banned anymore, but not popular, I don't think. Mm. Because it's it is fascism, right? And that's people don't super like that word right now. Yeah, and I know that right now Argentina is like just a Republican Republican democracy. Yeah. So, uh, just Juan Perón's release from prison um, is called Loyalty Day. And he went out and gave a speech with Ava at his side. And uh, it, it sort of had like for their supporters almost a religious experience where they insisted on the release of their guy. And he appeared and there's the woman at his right hand. And uh, during the speech, she referred to the crowd as the descamisados, which means shirtless ones, which is a, an expression in Argentina when it means Poor working class. Right. And so they establish a connection between the poor working class.
0: Have I heard this before? I've heard something similar. Not this story, but a very similar thing where it's like they address the poor people and give them like kind of an ah, it was Gandhi, which is a weird reference to make. Oh. Gandhi referenced his uh, supporters with some specific name.
1: Oh, I just ringing a bell, but I can't remember what it was.
0: They were really poor and he gave them some sort of.
1: I think his was a lot more kind of a spiritual-based type of thing, but... Anyway. Well, that's, that's what's <laughs> interesting about Peronism is... Whether or not people admitted it, there's a religious aspect to it. It's like a <laughs> cult. It's culty. Yeah. Where they start to believe that all of the problems in Argentina can be solved by one guy who has all the ideas. By one guy. By one gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Along with... One female companion. Right. Whose name is Ava. <laughs> right. It's not Juan. No. no. But it's... she came from a Juan and a Juana. She Juan, did.
0: Juanita? Juan, what was her
1: mom name? Juana. Juana. Uh, a Juan and a Juana make a, a Tula, <laughs> which is a vida. <laughs> yeah. I hate everything. <laughs> well, thus is born Los Das Camisados, which is the shirtless ones. And uh, Juan runs for president. Uh, That's actually uh, probably why he was stirring the pot, so he could throw himself in to the presidential race. He wins. He wins? And he's president of Argentina. Yeah. And uh, throws out all the government people that fuck with him. He creates his own fascist situation, uh, puts her in charge of a bunch of shit, um, and she lives in luxury, just giving speeches to poor people about how one, it's going to save the country. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. And to his credit, um, I don't know maybe how much credit he deserves, but Argentina did have a crazy economic booms after the war. There was war credits, which, of course, America also benefited from that kind of thing. And pro-union policies, which is part of Peronism, made for a better workforce. So they started exploiting the natural resources there, and the country was actually financially... Great. Weird. Pronism works, and they're like, like worship your political leaders. We're gonna reconnect with our old buddies who were friends
0: with the Germans, which were the Japanese, and then we're gonna make wontons, which are wands, a ton of wands, wontons.
1: <clears throat> get the get the sauce with them with the wonton. We gotta. Whatever that red sauce is. It's good. I don't know what it's. Sweet and sour. Some sort of, yeah. Sweet and sour sauce.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, so the, the, the government's. The country's doing successfully
1: well. Well, I mean, the working class were making more money. Yeah. And uh, the economy was booming. Everybody. Fascism works. See? Told you. There it is. It really does. Uh, what happens after that? Um, Ava becomes the minister of labor. What is that? It's just a, it's a staff position. Like, uh, I'm gonna watch you guys labor. Well, labor being like what government involvement in industry is. Yeah. And in fascism, the government owns industry. All of it. So she's in charge of like all the pro-union stuff and overseeing resource management. But she doesn't actually do that. All she does is oh. she uses the office to create like um, she she just sort of becomes a the charity lady. She's like, I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna show you
0: guys how to work by acting out your parts. So <laughs> she should not be teaching acting class. <laughs> she's like, I you shovel the coal. She's awful. Now I'll be you and you tell me. I take a picture. <laughs> I'm shoveling the coal like this. Do you see this is how you do this
1: job? And they're like, why are you half singing, half? married to the president. We can't do anything about this, right? Mm -hmm. We just have to let her go.
0: We know how to do the cold part. So
1: thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Oh, thank you, you, Evita. Oh, it's okay. Thank Uh you. Like this, right? (laughs) See, I did it. You can go. You can go. Get her out. No, what she really does is, uh, you know me, I think it's for attention. Yeah. But it might be legitimate. She sets up an office in the Ministry of Labor Essentially, people come to her. She sits behind a podium, and of course, this is all recorded. Mm. And they ask for stuff. And if, if they're descomisados, dis, she gives it to them. kind okay, have wantons. Like an old woman is like, my house burned down. I need a house. And he was like, get her a house. You over, you over there. Yeah, go get her a house. Oh, yeah. She just had, she had secretaries, and she's been like, get, get her a house. Or someone would come and be like, I want my child to be well-educated please pay for their schooling. And she'd be like, all right, get, get this guy a check. So does like, is there any resistance against
0: this type of government that they're running now? Like you said, there's a lot of propaganda and stuff. Was it all just propaganda that
1: was favorable to them? Or was there like, Oh, well I uh, said that she was like a whore. There were, yeah, there were rival political parties. There so, were democratic parties and, and a communist party uh, that that's how they framed her as a, as a whore who slipped her way to the top. And then this yeah. charity stuff was just for show. Sure. and that uh, Peronism was what we think of it as now, which is just fascism, which yeah. is just hero cults that huh. don't really work when it, when the tires hit the road. Right. But the whole whore thing, yeah, that's where that comes from. Oh, okay. I disagree with that interpretation, but I do, uh, because I'm a cynic, think that the whole charity thing was just for her own fucking ego. Yeah. And to make the party look like it a shit about the people. Right. Because they didn't, I don't know. They create housing projects and stuff, but that's also kind of necessary at a certain point for exploited communities. I don't think that really represents patronism. Right. Anyway, that's what she does. However, dressing very lavish, wearing a lot of gold and jewelry, yeah, and really expensive dresses all the time. My house burned down, and she's like, mm, "I don't know what that's like." So I've always had a large house. Mm. Each, each one is very
0: large. You know, we've already helped a lot of people's houses that have been burned down today.
1: You can figure this one out on your own. It's getting close to five. Just... Um, Do we just have a box we can give her? <laughs> yeah. Get out. Get out! Um, The next thing that happens to her is a very highly publicized European tour. It's actually designed to look like a political let's support Juan Perón parade through Europe, oh. but most of the leadership in Europe don't want to fucking hear from a fascist, so he doesn't leave. She goes. She sort of goes to certain people that would take her. The leader of Spain and the Pope was actually uh, sympathetic to them. Yeah, the Pope fucking loved the Nazis. Um, and, um... I didn't know that. He did? Yeah, this one. Pope, uh, Pope the 21st um, was actually... Yeah, he was pro-Nazi. Okay. Or he was a Nazi sympathizer who did allow Jews to be taken from the Vatican to Auschwitz. What? I did not know that. Yeah. so if I'm you, also not surprised, actually. I mean, I am surprised, but I... Well, I'm surprised there are any Jewish people in the Vatican, but yeah. when there was, and the Nazis came and asked for them, the Pope was like, yeah, they're not right Christian. Right
0: there. I can see them right over there. Grab
1: them. Yeah. They are not Christian. Get them out. Yeah. So, that is documented. Um, but it is now believed that she actually just made this European trip to, A, take a bunch of stolen money from, well, I'll explain where the money comes from, but it's to take it to Switzerland in one of those, like, secret bank accounts. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And then to also establish what we were talking about before, the Nazi rat lines. So she's actually trying, she's establishing them? She's, or helping? Piecing them together. Helping create them. Weird. Which is that is why true? She, yeah. Well, it there's no reason for her to go on a pro Perone tour in Europe. It doesn't make but... any sense. So it's thought that it's that money thing, but we also know that the rat lines uh were being more established at this same time period. What yeah, what year are we in? Forty Shortly after so f- 45, 46, 46, 46 47. 47. we the ones who were
0: in hiding for a little bit of a while, trying to find where to go and what their escape was going to be. Then yeah. She comes along like.
1: a lot of them went and hid in Switzerland. They hid in Spain. They hid in Italy. Yeah. Um, and those were the places she went on this tour, this pro-perone tour. It's crazy. Because France and England didn't want to fucking talk to her. Yeah. Nobody in Germany wanted to talk to her because they were sick of everything that just happened. Mm-hmm. So she only went to the places that they liked her which also happens to be where all the nazis were hiding because what we do know um is that the nazi rat lines um were hella all fled right into argentina yeah. um there is now known thousands of them i mean peron actually set up a government uh, office called the immigration commission which was explicitly to coordinate Nazis to come hide in Argentina. Right, right, right. Some of the bigger names you might be familiar with that this asshole and his asshole wife allowed to uh, live in peace is Adolf Eichmann, who is often considered the uh, architect of the Holocaust. He lived in Argentina peacefully until 1950 before being captured by the Israeli Mossad, which is actually a pretty interesting story. Uh, Joseph, or sorry, Yosef Mengele. Uh, who was the uh you ever heard of him Better watch yourself better watch yourself Mangala yeah, because he was the guy who at Auschwitz would like uh like take twins and put one in boiling water and one in ice water to see if the other could feel it uh, I did not know about this guy well he's a scientist, so he had really smart thoughts, like mm. what if I torture one twin? Does the other twin know about it? And he thought, okay. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Like I said at the, at the beginning of the episode, my friend who's a scientist explained that you and I, we're not great with the math stuff and the science stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yosef Mengele is a doctor and a scientist. No. So when he <laughs> takes a spoon and pops a kid's eye out to see if his twin's eyes adjust, I mean... That's, yeah, that's pretty awful. It's not science. I don't, I didn't. I didn't finish college.
0: I think <laughs> so. I don't know what is and isn't science. I feel comfortable in my own st- stupidity of still knowing that, <laughs> that, that. That's the thing, man. Nazis really did do a lot of crazy experiments because the only way you would be able to actually do those experiments, for the most part, would be to, to you're doing something horrible
1: to somebody, or yeah. Well, you have to dehumanize. Moral, yeah. You have you have to actually believe that they have no inherent value yeah other than what you do to them which is you know which is the main takeaway for why fascism is bad yeah because the people it's not about individualization or culture or religion it's it's about uh what what can the people do to make the machine work yeah i watched *V for vendetta yeah there you go yeah who's the guy in that the one that in the movie that was gay that they killed Oh yeah it's in real yeah. life is a badass? Yeah, he's like the he's like one of Stephen my favorite, Fry.
0: Yeah, he's like one of my favorite people, Stephen Fry, yeah. Great movie, great man. I love Stephen Fry.
1: Yeah. And uh Natalie Portman. Na- Natalie Star Wars. Mm-hmm. She's pretty cool too. Yeah. I don't know a lot about
0: her. And uh, the guy from Speaking Out The Matrix. He was the one who played V was uh, Agent Smith. But he is was, it? Yeah. He's the one behind the mask the whole time, so you
1: never see his face, but same actor. The the Voice?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Agent, S- yeah, Agent Smith. I never Mr. put that together because... Anderson.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm the most familiar with, but but V has a an English accent, so I didn't put that He's together.
0: He's also in Lord of the Rings.
1: He's Elrond. He's Elrond. He's Elrond the Wise. Yeah. Yeah. My mind is literally blown. Did you know Elrond's brother chose to be mortal for a woman, and he established Numenor? Mm-mm. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Um, and then I—I uh, I just I'm harping on this point because that really pisses me off. Mm-hmm. You got Josef Schwamberger, who was an executioner in the Holocaust. Oh wait, actually, Josef Mengele uh, was never caught or tried for his crimes. He died in Buenos Aires of an accidental drowning in 1979. That's Juan Perón's fault and Eva Perón's fault. Josef Schwamberger, a Holocaust executioner, he was arrested in Buenos Aires in 1990 and was tried to life in prison uh, in Germany, and he died in 2004. 1990, though, that means he was pretty much free for... A long
0: time. Yeah, 40, 50 years almost.
1: Uh, one of the more interesting and public guys, Eric Prebeck, uh, sorry, it's Priebecke. I don't know how to pronounce German, fucking... Honestly... Yeah. If I'm being sensitive, I'll try. But when you're a Nazi, I don't fucking care. Right. Uh, He organized a massacre of 335 Italian citizens in 1938. And he lived peacefully in Argentina until, this is great, in 1994, an ABC news team tracked him down. For real. In the street and said, Hello, are you Eric Priebke? Uh, And he took a minute and he's like, Yeah. (laughs) And they were like, So you are former SS, former Gestapo? And he went, yeah, and they were like, "So you organized this massacre, or such and such and such." And he just went on to be like, "Look, it was 1930s; it's a different time. I was following orders. I didn't kill civilians; they were terrorists, and I didn't kill children; they were terrorists." Oh boy! And because of this, yeah, uh, he was extradited to to Italy and <clears throat> put on trial. Yeah, because um, he was elderly, he didn't actually ever go to prison, but he lived in house arrest until 2013. So. Well, Why does the elderly have to matter? Just cuz he had to be taken care of and shit like he's that old. I mean, we don't have that sense in America. So, I think we're a little bit harder about prisoners, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think when when you're old and pathetic looking and you stand in front of a trial, everyone goes let's just let him just let just don't let him leave the house
0: you know it's, weird, it's a very
1: european softness where we just... see an old guy and we're like throw his yeah. ass in the back I, of the cell
0: i guess that's where he lives now until he dies like i don't care
1: maybe if we put him in the far corner and we don't feed him he'll die quicker
0: <laughs> i don't know i guess i never really thought about too much but like even like seeing when bill bill cosby was getting going on trial and shit like that guy looked like fucking hell he was legally blind. And, yeah, and I was like, yeah. yeah,
1: whatever. If he raped
0: women, though. So, yeah. That's, I oh, guess I was, he dies in prison. Oh, I was well. still
1: hoping that as soon as he got... A, would, he'll be thrown into general pop and immediately raped. Yeah. That's what I hoped would happen yeah. to him. I actively hoped an elderly man would be anally raped. Yeah. So, different cultures. So, sometimes...
0: <laughs> you know, I think what we've learned here is the world's not always black and white,
1: you know? It's just... There's a lot of it's gray. All, it's all shades of rape (laughs) oh it's all shades of rape yeah where uh, if you're a war criminal in the 90s in italy they'll take it easy on you and to be fair in america bill cosby's free yeah they let his ass out too that wasn't the case originally not at first god i wish he had died in there alone um so <clears throat> this is all due to Juan Perón and Ava Perón creating these rat lines and allowing the Nazis... Um, oh, yeah, we were talking about Hitler. Oh, yeah, there's was yeah. Officially, the American government were pretty much like, yeah, he, Hitler put a bullet in his head. But there was that little percentage of doubt where they figured if he had lived, he would have gone to Argentina, right? most likely. So if you've seen those pictures of Hitler, like with a beard or with a shaved head. Those are the CIA pictures that they used to try and find Hitler if he was in a disguise. It's from a task force the CIA created to hunt him down in Argentina. Because they assumed if he made it out, that's where he would go. Because the CIA understood the pro-Nazi culture uh, that uh, Peronism created. So so our own government
0: said he was dead, but there might have been some doubts if that was confirmed. So they made a...
1: A backup, just in case. Well, so it's because the Soviets found the bunker, and there's disputed stories about, uh, because some, uh, whatever Soviet patrol found him, said that by orders they burned his body. And so then, of course, when you're American and you talk to a Soviet, you just assume they're lying to you. Right. (laughs) And because we didn't get the body, and because we couldn't do DNA, uh, there was some doubt. Okay. There was some doubt. Um fuck i have no idea i would honestly the way the world is bizarre i would not be surprised if hitler made it out and lived peacefully in argentina i don't personally think so maybe i think the coward put a bullet in his head but it's, it's certainly possible only possible because of peronism and this little bitch who just wanted to sell soap bitch it's not even what she wanted to do she wanted, she wanted to act. She, wanted, she couldn't. She's terrible at it. And so instead, she just aligned herself with nothing. Matter of fact, they try
0: to put on a soap commercial and just didn't work. She was like, "Oh,
1: this is so hard to watch."
0: Bye, soap. Now, today. <laughs> They're like, "Why are you reading the
1: lines?" Just we have to say it like a person.
0: Bye, soap. Today. Like, there's a lot of up, you hear my ups and downs, guys. You hear how the peaks and valleys. That's when an actress actress does
1: can you read the card though like you you're actually making up your own lines soap make horny me let's buy see i, th- the, I think the, we can actually work with that the one. public i think we can actually work with that one <laughs> sounds like charlie like reading <laughs> <laughs> oh man so Uh, The other great thing is, uh, if you want to know, the Argentinian government took payment for these rat lines via uh, golden jewelry, Hmm. which if you're wondering where the Nazis got golden jewelry from. I see. Stolen from Holocaust victims. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure everybody knew that. Yeah. Uh, Ava also may or may not have had an affair with an SS officer who was part of this uh, rat line. There's a lot of rumors about that, but I couldn't prove it. Hmm. There you go. Later on, uh, Perone actually uh, publicly comes out against the Nuremberg Trials. So these are the kind of people we're we're talking about. Assholes. Okay, moving on from the Nazi thing. I tell
0: people about the Nuremberg in a very simple. It's the uh, trials after the war for war crimes. Yeah. So I I figure most people probably know that, but just in case you heard that and were like, "What's that? Let me find the. So he was against basically Nazis getting tried for war crimes.
1: Yeah. So the Nuremberg trials were um, set off by the capture of Adolf Eichmann in Argentina. Um, Oh, he, that he was the first one to like, he was the biggest name. So sort of framed around that, but uh, there were uh, 50 dudes. I think Uh, only a few of them actually got charged and, and I think only 13 of them were hung. Uh, Eichmann is one of them, Mm. but That's what, yeah, the Nuremberg trials are that sort of uh, the global public, or at least the European governments trying to uh, hold Nazis accountable for war crimes. Yeah. Didn't actually go super well. Hmm. Uh, A quote from Juan Perón. Uh, about the Nuremberg trials. Um, In Nuremberg, at that time, something was taking place that I personally considered a disgrace and an unfortunate lesson for the future of humanity. I became certain that the Argentine people also considered the Nuremberg process a disgrace, unworthy of the victors who behaved as if they hadn't been victorious. Now we realize that the Allies deserved to lose the war. Okay. War. Oh, sure.
0: Okay. You know, I don't get, and maybe there's probably actually an easy answer to this, but I get that he's, like, romanticized and even glorified uh, fascism, but it's so weird to me because it it, it all has to be just, like, fascism is what I would want to rule, like, as if I was going to be some sort of political leader dictator. because i don't really give a fuck about what's going on with germany and what they're doing if they're winning or losing because it really doesn't affect too much what's going on over here at least you know at this point For me. but if i can somehow sell this idea mm-hmm. and get up to the point where i want to be the head of some political party and then become president or whatever it's called and then that would be what i want all these idiots to follow because yeah. i have the most power and like let's go ahead and bring some germans over and we'll keep up the sure. charade. like it's just crazy to me to think though like Yay, Italy and Germany, who is fascist, and they're ruling their countries that way. Like, what mm-hmm. do you give a fuck
1: for? I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, I mean, obviously, at some point, some, some personal preference about how to rule comes in. But then I think once it's more about personal empowerment and propaganda, then everything just gets lost.
0: Yeah, trick your people, but I don't give a fuck what... I'm
1: only doing it for my sake. Yeah. Uh, I'll support unions in as much as they support me. Yeah. It's not actually about personal power. Yeah. Anyways, weird, it's just a weird, dumb thought. Well, um, one, uh, you know, not everything is awful that he did. Uh, In 1949, he he allowed women to vote. Oh, for what? 1940, sorry, 1947. Wow. And then in 1949, he, along with Ava, who he he made her the leader of it, they made the Peronist Women's Party. Uh, And a quote from her is that, our movement is inspired theoretically and doctrinally by Peron's words, to be a Peronist is for a woman to be loyal and to have blind confidence in Peron. Well, yeah, well, if you're going to allow women to vote, you got to make sure that they Stay. only vote for you. Stay in line,
0: bitch. Yeah. Stay in line. Oh, man. Be um, loyal to me. Or suffer the consequences.
1: Now go vote. That's really what it is. <laughs> yeah. I wonder who you're going to vote for. <laughs> exactly. So, yes, he allowed women to vote because it gave him votes. Yeah. Yes. Um, which I think is why women got the vote everywhere. <laughs> 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 Unfortunately, everybody sort of twists it that way. Yeah. Where they just assume that women would vote for who their husbands tell them to. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Huh. It's just like, I think France was the first one to let women vote.
0: I don't know. In their country. I think it was France.
1: I don't actually know. No, we have never Europe. we have not done a suffragette.
0: Yeah, West well, Ham is in the 1800s. France. People time is not
1: it's in a suffragette city yeah
0: i've actually got a couple people on the list to uh do
1: for women's suffrage so so many yeah there's so many goddamn people time episodes that are they're pending that exist in the ether that we just have to grab not with consent with i will ask first yes of course so Um, was a stupid poor joke i'm not very good at asking for consent from the ether, with a physical woman, I'm very... I actually probably asked too much, and then it's not sexy anymore. Are you sure?
0: Are you sure? Is this okay?
1: Is this okay? Is this okay? Is this okay? i said yes. Is this okay? Is this okay? Is this okay? Are you comfortable? Are you having a good time? Is it nice for you? Are you having a fun time? good? Is my dick big enough? Is it too small? Is it too fat? Is this okay? Is this okay? It's not okay anymore. I have had sex successfully three and a half times in my life. Oh. Yep, got all the way through the end there with all my begging and checking in. Yeah? Yeah. It's been several years. How was it? It's not that great. <laughs> I don't know what the, all the it's hubbub's very, about. It's very exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> it's very <laughs> exhausting. So, uh, e, uh, Ava becomes a daily presence in the news where she makes sure to be in the news every day to, uh, cut the ribbon to dedicate a a building or go to a factory and hold up a new product or uh, go to a poor neighborhood and hand out food. She just wanted to make sure that she was always uh, a part of that. She was, um, so that's a, that's very, uh,
0: Jadger Hoover esque. It's, uh, Trying to put yourself in the
1: public's eye and media as much as possible. Yep, stay in the conversation. Yeah. Always try to frame yourself as a hero, but be in the conversation. That's the most important thing. Yeah. You can twist people however you want. You just got to make sure they're thinking about you. Yeah. That's what that's what people time does. Yeah, we're always in the media. We're such a constant presence. that uh, We're just trying to
0: manipulate the dabblers into going to war for us. People time saved another puppy when I saved my dog because I gave him treats and he loves treats and i saved his um emotions from being sad of not having treats which he would not have known about yeah if i didn't but he did once i gave him treats that could be a possibility that maybe he didn't get treats
1: he would have been sad if he saw his siblings getting treats and he didn't get one which is why we'll make sure to always give all of them treats yeah that is a really obnoxious thing when you have more than one dog you have to give them both treats all the time all three of them yeah yeah, well, especially because we buy our treats
0: in packs, and sometimes you get down, and there's only one or two, but we've got three dogs. Shit. And you're like, nobody gets treats. <laughs> Not until we buy <laughs> you don't more. You just cut them up? Well, it depends. Sometimes if we have other kinds of treats, and we will just like, you get, this is one of your favorites. We know you like this one, and then these
1: ones like Your dogs ones. basically live in a concentration camp. <sighs> we t- Order, we try to make sure that we don't ever run out. We ordered them, so... But sometimes you run out. That's what you're trying to tell me. You tell me that sometimes you run out? (laughs) Yes, sometimes. How are you going to rationalize this later when the global public wants to put you on trial?
0: Well, they'll remember me from when I was in the media so much doing all these great things. (laughs) I think I just lie. It doesn't matter.
1: All right, good luck with that shit. Fuck. You're in so much goddamn trouble later on they have the second Nuremberg trial. (laughs) I feel like you're going
0: to be the guy that's like... For puppy abuse. Backstabbing. Like, I was with People Time the entire time with him, and I can just say that all this was really just to collect data against him because he was such an awful person. Yeah, I'm a double agent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm one fucking Poochel, so good luck. You're a fake identity. Yeah, I'm one of them. I'm one of the fake identities.
1: You'll <laughs> never find out who the real one is.
0: I'm behind mirrors and smoke, bitch.
1: Good luck. One well, Pujol's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Um, I mean, I, it's sort of the same thing for a little while. She, another one. Sorry, go on. Another one. She is uh, basically kind of a, the, the second face of a fanatic cult. And oh, a second one. Well, it's Juan and her. There's another cult, Bruin? Oh, sorry, no, she's the second face of the cult. Oh, sorry, not a second cult. My, yeah. My. Um, and she is often called the Lady of Hope, the mother of innocence. And they also really liked to call her the Bridge of Love. Why the Bridge of Love? Her idea was that she was the people's connection to the government, to Perone. Perone is sort of their savior. She's the middleman from the person from the the working man to the leader. If you're getting the theme there, man, people just ate she's bullshit a lot, she, huh? She's, she's Jesus.
0: But these guys, these guys weren't hungry ever, were they? They were just fed up on all the bullshit.
1: Well, bullshit doesn't fill you. That's the problem. You, you just, get full. You hunger for it yeah. every day. You have to turn. You have to turn on the news and see Christ saving a poor neighborhood every day. Brandon Boyd got full. He said so. I don't remember that. Yeah, What reference
0: that is? This is from one of his songs, from Incubus.
1: Oh. I haven't but listened to Incubus I'm a long now I'm full. Time. Anyways. That's from Make Yourself, I think. Mm-hmm. Nice. I don't even know the song, but I know the tone is from Make Yourself. Yeah, I'd have to go through the song to figure it out in my head. You know what the opposite of Peronism is? Make Yourself. Yeah. Make Yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't like Brandon Boyd's solo stuff. Dude, you're wrong, so your opinion sucks and wrong. I like the first one. The first song on it? No, the first project, but not anything
0: else. I didn't know he had other projects, so yeah, I liked his first one then too. Well, there was the one
1: that was The Suns by the Sea or something like that. Oh, that's right, yeah. I'd, I didn't yeah. care for that. Yeah, but it was the one that was just named Brandon Boyd, where he played all the instruments and it was a little rough. Yeah. I like that one. Me too. But he released one recently that I only heard a little bit of and I didn't like it. Yeah. Hmm. What does this have to do with Ava? But full of bullshit. That's how we got there. That's right. So she is feeding people full of bullshit where she is the bridge of love, where she loves the people so much, she gives emotional speeches that take on like a, a divine essence about what her and Perone mean sounds to like the a, people. Sounds like a Scott Stapp song. <laughs> With the bridge of
0: love Yeah, Tom oh, old Pearl Come through the bridge of love I'll show you
1: something He seems if he were alive at the time he would he could go down there and write the national song for Argentina, like the yeah. pronist theme song because he seems like he doesn't have a lot of ethics he could write that thing
0: we're all one (laughs) we're all one
1: (laughs) one love (laughs) god damn (laughs) that joke doesn't end i'm sorry there's no bottom to that one (laughs) all right um there is debate amongst historians about how much ava understood here was she just very naive and stoked to uh, be supporting the president of, of a country? You know, for her ego and the money and whatnot, and then she just likes being a charitable person, or is she in on in on it? This is a uh, fascist propaganda.
0: There's, uh, there's my guess, my opinion
1: so far. But go on. I don't think she's a stupid person at all. Neither. She she uh, single-handedly made herself very successful before even meeting Juan. Yep. And it wasn't until she met him that she suddenly became political. Yeah. Definitely on purpose. Definitely on purpose. And if she was helping with the with the whole rat... Yeah.
0: Whatever. Rat lines. Uh, rat lines, yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know. I also feel what like... Say, she was naive and she didn't... Uh, she probably didn't know anything about the Holocaust because she didn't read the news because she was simple minded pretty girl who just wanted to she do, do what her husband told her to do that's that's some people's interpretations, but I disagree with that. I kind
0: of feel like any time that there is one of these stories where someone's doing pretty crazy, horrific or like whatever like outrageous things that takes a lot of work and stuff. I doubt that the people who are married to them are just completely clueless. Unless they're, like, seriously a side piece, not involved at all. Like, they're not talking to people can politically. you tell when that's the case. Yeah, like, they're literally, you don't know who they are until you dig in deep enough. Like, oh, that was the person that he slept with, but there's not a lot of information there. Yeah. But when they're involved, you're like,
1: yeah. You're at least aware to a pretty good degree, I would guess. Well, like... If she's just a selfish person, she would spend all her days in the sauna. Yeah. No. Like, why would she go do these charitable things that are not actually charitable? Or she just, like, goes to poor neighborhoods and hands out food. Like, that's nice. Yeah. You're married to the president of the country. You could go yeah. in and revamp this whole community, but all you're doing is it's for the you're, newspapers. Yeah, you're doing the little... It seems very selfish, more so than
0: it is selfless, the reasons or, behind it.
1: Yeah, like the whole parade um, of... Like, it was like twice a week she would go stand behind a podium and have poor people come beg her of things. And if they were sick, she would she would touch them. See, it seems more she like touch for the her, child.
0: though. Like, I like to be seen this way more so than I want to help these people. Yeah. I the, don't know. The ego works out. I mean, I kind of felt the same way, though, like with the Rosenbergs, right? I kind of think that yeah. she had to have been knowledgeable to some degree and involved. I just don't think, I don't know. I don't know. There's a difference in time too, so I feel like today's day and age is maybe different than back then, where men just told. I mean, they told just, them what to do. Yeah, and I know there's that to some degree still today, but it was more extreme back then. So maybe I don't
1: know. at the same thing. It does also come down to: are they just an obedient wife, or are they intelligent human beings?
0: They're an intelligent human
1: being, so no, that's I why they're, they're yeah. down. They're down for what's going on. She's involved. I don't think she was ignorant. They fucking killed Ethel Rosenberg, right? Yeah, they did. And Ava dies here pretty soon, so... (gasps) Woo! (laughs) Thank God! So, let's see what she does here. More of this bullshit. Uh, She creates the Ava Peron Foundation, which is more of this kind of thing. Um, It actually becomes a very large government organization that creates, like... Schools, uh, nursing colleges, and hospitals, but they are all named after her. They are the Ava Perone Nursing College, the Avita Hospital. Weird. And yeah. Such and such a thing. Sure, sure. Um, let's see. Oh, it's, so the news did, of course, start um, thinking about her and describing her in a saintly way. They started questioning whether or not she was a physical... Why even bother at that point? Saint, do that? I don't know. Uh, because she did they, some charitable work. I they guess. successfully established her. Uh, the The Peronist propaganda machine successfully established her as this Christ-like figure. Sure. Uh, which is perfect for fascism. Uh, but she, whether or not it's because she really loved the work um, or because it was necessary, but she did overwork herself. She would work fourteen-hour days every day of the week running this charity. Uh, she was She was very exhausted, and one day she actually collapsed. Um, she had to have her appendix removed, but was diagnosed with cervical cancer um, in uh in response to this diagnosis, she actually just worked harder to to her credit I guess <laughs> she had a memoir that was written, even though it 's mostly just parts of of older speeches and a lot of quasi religious bullshit about how important she is to the people. She, over the next year and a half, becomes very physically, visibly very ill from the cervical cancer. So what's your take on all this? I mean, after doing your research and from
0: where we are here, do you think it's possible that she got herself in this scenario, maybe didn't think it was as crazy as it was, and then... Somewhere along the line was like, I gotta help people. That's the least I can do. Or at least was like, I, I agree with my husband, but I also want to help people. Like, do you think, think there think was some sin- sincerity there?
1: I don't think she's completely dead inside and probably enjoyed helping people that were needy. But I think she only did it to benefit the the political party. Right. I don't think she would have done it independently. I don't think she was in a, an especially charitable person. I don't think that she yeah, well, she's married alone and then said, now that you're president, let me do a charity. I think it was more... He was like, let's have a charitable arm of this You could be the face of that and go, you're pretty, you're a woman, you can go and do that. And I'm sure she did take some personal joy from helping the needy, but she wouldn't have fucking done it otherwise. Mm. yeah. How many rich people, how many rich, powerful people right now don't do shit for charity because it doesn't help them?
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut
1: you off. Oh, you're good. Um, In, let's see, the Descamisados, her followers and Peron's followers... Um, actually created a campaign to try and make her the vice president because there was a new presidential election coming up. Oh. They wanted her to run as vice president with uh, with Perón. Uh, she gave a, a lengthy speech about... <laughs> a little bit too long, really. She was actually renunciating the idea of becoming vice president. Um, in which she basically says that she only has one great personal ambition, and that is devotion to the people and the people's devotion to to Juan Perón. It's thought now that the military said we won't allow a female vice president because, you know, women. Yeah. They bleed out of their genitals. It's weird, and they get emotional. So they said to Juan, basically, if you let her be vice president, we'll overthrow you, so... So that's like, why she turned it
0: down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Uh, here's a speech. Go say this instead.
1: Say, yes, I do bleed out of my vagina, but I'm devoted exclusively to the people. I don't even have time to be vice president. Yeah. I, 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 the only thing I have time to do is, is kiss lepers. Vote for one, though. Goodbye. Exactly. Yeah. It, was, it was quite, quite a... Quite a speech that I did not uh, super love reading. (laughs) Did you read the whole thing? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I read quite a few of her speeches. They're just obnoxious propaganda shit. But Mm. Um, Let's see. She uh, collapses from exhaustion a bunch of times. Uh, She actually lays in bed for a really long time. She has this really metastasized cancer now. Um, There is, because she collapsed, a bunch of... um, it's not riots, but the Descomisados start just freaking out that their religious leader is sick. Yeah. And so there's actually an attempted military coup against Juan Perón's government. Because, For real? Yeah, they figured that the military was afraid that if Evita died, that the public would just fall apart. So the military were like, let's get ahead of this and just take over the company. <laughs> That's a really weird excuse. <laughs> but then what happened was the Descomisados surrounded the presidential home and didn't allow the military coup to occur. That's weird. This it, whole th- first
0: of all, that doesn't seem like a legitimate idea. Like, no, this is all insane. Oh my god! If she dies, our country falls apart. The people just can't handle it. So, what should we do? We should overthrow the government now, and that way, when she dies, we'll handle it somehow another way. Yeah, let's we'll just go day by day on this thing. Anyways, it's, it's a very chaotic environment. It just sounds like Are the next t- person is t- just always ready to fucking pounce if they get
1: the opportunity. Yeah. Very strange, uh such strong political ideologies that just I don't know, yeah, I think we're in America we're accustomed to a two party system that both suck, so it's just not the same <laughs> we're, we're
0: never gonna be happy, we understand that one sucky we're, person we're over be- it,
1: yeah oh. yeah, so uh, yeah, let's see she's just she's dying, just kind of subtle, still have her back, so she starts to go a little nutty um. Maybe starts cause... to <laughs> yeah well more so okay laying in bed dying trying to uh be the uh national figure or the national savior as she sees herself sure she actually arranges for thousands of pistols and machine guns to be bought f- illegally from the prince of the Netherlands what why to arm the discomisados so that they <laughs> so they are a separate military. Is
0: Juan still fine? Is he? He's, he's president. So she's dying. He's not. Uh, and she's like, I got to make sure he's protected. We'll give our little army of
1: well, followers. That's actually what's interesting is it's believed now that she was given a, a lobotomy here at, at her last <laughs> by days, Juan? ordered by Juan. Right. And that's what I mean. Yeah. Because so he does it himself. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> I could probably figure this out. What is this? This is not like brain surgery.
0: This is a this is a rocket science. It's not rocket science. <laughs>
1: Just take a, take a, a, a an ice chip. What is that thing called? Yeah, the they used to ice shove pick, ice pick, and just hit it with a little hammer. Oh. It's, a, it's a surgical procedure. <laughs> I
0: look. She's already dying. Either this works or it doesn't work, and either way, it's fine. Yeah, it, it's fine. Wh- either easing her pain or I'm making her shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut her goddamn mouth. She's still acting while she's um, dying. It's awful.
1: In 2011, a neurosurgeon or a neurologist got access to her final x-rays, and he was like, oh, she got lobotomized. For real? And they think that it could be because they, they thought that it would help with the, the pain from the cancer, but there's also a lot of thought that Juan was terrified of the power she had over the disc and that she was starting to say things like...
0: Down with Juan.
1: <laughs> no, she yeah. was saying... Like fight for Peronism in in that he was afraid she would create a civil war. Yeah, because if she armed the Discomisados and they went to war with the military, you just have a civil war. The whole country's fucked. Yeah, I can't
0: really and she's run not, out country when that's going on.
1: She's not talking responsibly because she's on her deathbed, where she's like,
0: "Kill them all! This is for you, honey."
1: He's like, "Don't stop, do this, please. God, please." So there's actually many violent speeches that she gave from her deathbed. Uh, <laughs> one. Quote says, those who believe in sweetness and love forget that Christ said, I have come to earth to bring fire so that it may burn more. He gives us an example of fanaticism, and for that reason we must be fanatics for Perone unto death. Jesus Christ. So, that's uh,
0: helpful. No pun intended.
1: Yeah, he had had a Christ complex. For sure. Kind of sad and bewildering, but um, The last year of her, or the last few months of her life, she weighed 80 pounds. Um, Her memoir that I talked about earlier was from presumably a decree that she insisted with Juan, Mm. um, became the highest selling book in the country because people were forced to buy it. And then it became. (laughs)
0: It's like how you become the best actress ever in Argentina
1: if you fire all the other actresses. You're the only one. This is actually the only book on the shelves. You have to read it. Um, She. Uh, oh, the, her her memoir became man mandatory reading in schools, <laughs> and okay. she released a public will. Um, Do they still in the believe? Newspaper? Like
0: today in Argentina, is she still seen as a
1: pro figure? As a but if it, if some and some okay. some some people, especially let's say you were alive at the time, or your grandparents were, and they tell you these inspiring stories about this Christ figure. It sort of right. sticks with people. I was going to say, if you have a book that's getting put onto education... Distracted. We're disconnected from that.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it's part of your education,
1: then I imagine that just continues on for quite a bit. Yeah, and if, if Argentina never gets a punk rock scene, yeah. there's not enough cynicism in the country for people to be like, they made us read it, it must be shit. Anarchy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's why punk is the most important. Question
0: everything. Question authority. That's not... That's not punk, though. No, but... It's
1: it's the spirit. You should question everything. Yeah. Except us. Well, yeah, because we're here to... We're actually the... We're here to help you. We're the authority on truth. Also, make one of your weird cousins listen to us. Make them. Don't even fucking ask.
0: Yeah. You just tie them up, put some headphones on, and listen to this. We have
1: enough content... That they could, they could be there for quite a few days. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. This is, by the way, hmm. you know what episode this is, right? The Ava Peron episode. It's episode 100. Seriously? This is episode uno, zero, zero. I'm, how I'm, do you say that in Argentine, in Spanish? I don't know how to say 100. Nada, nada? Sino? What's 100?
1: Yeah. 100-o. <laughs> <laughs> Not a hundo. <laughs> I feel like that's really racist, but no, it's not on purpose. Well, it's, I'm trying to pull in an office joke. That's a hundo. I do not know what it is, but uh, hey, ha- happy 100th episode. Yeah, we're addressing it at the very end,
0: right in the beginning. Because
1: that's how this show works. <laughs> it's all pre-planned. <laughs> we forgot
0: it was our 100th episode until just now. So, hey, if you've listened to every episode, especially if you listen to every episode if you have thanks if you have done that to yourself especially because our first 10 episodes though have really fun information in it i'm sure a bit rocky for our very first oh yeah 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 as we're getting started out so hey thanks so much for making it hopefully the the sound quality has gotten better and the actual quality quality has gotten better as we start a brand new because our computer went down a brand new thing hopefully
1: this doesn't sound like shit if you have actually listened to all 100 episodes send us an email and, uh, or something, and, s- and we'll arrange it. I will personally eat your genitals.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll throw a shirt in too,
1: a people time shirt.
0: We only have a couple, and I want them. <laughs> we'll make some more. <laughs> we'll make some more. If you listen to a hundred episodes, the least I can do is give you a shirt. shirt. They keep, we can't prove it though. Yeah, you have to you have to quote something from each episode.
1: <laughs> hundred quotes. Quote something pretty obscure, and we'll be like, oh shit, you do listen to. Them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, she releases a public will. Uh, b- basically, she writes a will and then has it released in the newspaper, in which she says that all of her belongings, all of her jewelry and all of her m- m- shit is going to go to the Descomisados. Mm. Spoiler it wasn't. And it was all stolen uh, <laughs> jewelry from Holocaust victims anyway. Ugh. But that's the kind of person she was. Who Even to the last it? moment... She wanted to make sure that she was seeing a good light, Yeah. even though it was fake, because the will was fake. It wasn't a legal document. She wrote it and said, this is my will, Yeah. and released it, and after she died, the Peron government just took her jewelry and did whatever they wanted with it anyway, sure. and it's all just jewelry that she got in exchange for the rat lines from these people who stole jewelry from dead Jewish people. Oh, yeah, <laughs> is terrible. Yeah, fucking... She's a terrible person. Dark. In, so Juan didn't take it all? I mean... As ABC. president of the country. I don't think he needed it, but he just sold it or gave it away. Sure. Yeah. Um, so July twenty sixth, nineteen fifty two, she succumbs to her to her uh cancer. Uh the country mourns as if it's a spiritual leader, like businesses closed. Uh radio still a holiday? No. Got disbanded for the holiday. Yeah, but everybody just like left work that day.
0: <laughs>
1: Crying in the streets. Um that type of thing. People acted like the Pope had died. As if I don't fucking care if the Pope died either, but <laughs> in yeah. the Vatican, people right. would probably give a shit. <laughs> yeah. um, what's funny about the last chapter of her life is her physical body. Um, they wanted to embalm it and put it on display, you know, a la Stalin. Is it Stalin? No, Lenin. Yeah, yeah. So they hired a guy who's really, really good at this, and he embalmed her. He did... He did two-step embalming, where there's like a quick one, so you can put her on display quickly, um, which is basically just like what you do for people right now if you went to a funeral. Yeah. Um, and they put her on display for two weeks. Uh, the first few days, there was actually stampedes of people trying to get into the building to see her body, and eight people were crushed to death. Eight people died to go see Oh my, her embalming. That's body. ironic.
0: I'm going to go see a funeral, and then I'm going to have my own. Yeah, because I died trying to.
1: After after the two how,
0: weeks, how are people? I'm just trying to picture like how crazy the people are. Was like, let, let, me, I, I, let me see her. I gotta see her. Uh, uh, oh, too much pressure. No, 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 no.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think I hope that their last thought was, "This is not worth it." <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> I should not be here.
1: <laughs> Ava does not give a shit about me. Yeah, uh, she doesn't. No, she doesn't care that you died. No one uh, does. You you died pointlessly, and I actually right now don't care. <laughs> either. I'm like one of the last people who ever talk about you, because this story's not interesting. <laughs> I hope your spirit can hear. i so terrible. I don't care that you're dead. Uh, and that you died in a really embarrassing and horrible way. <laughs> um, so then uh, her body went into... I don't know what the name for this. It The guy uh, embalmed her... It took a year... Like, gear. So what he does is he is basically taking every part of her body and encasing it inside and out with this fluid plastic. Yeah, yeah. So that her whole body, organs, skin, is all this very thick plastic. Right, resin of some kind or whatever. Oh, resin of some kind, yeah. yeah. Um, during this year, when she was gone and, and Juan is still alive, mm-hmm. um, or still in charge, uh, school children were forced to say this prayer uh, our little our little mother thou art who in heaven good fairy laughing amongst the angels Evita, I promise to be as good as you wish me to be respecting God loving my country taking care of General Peron studying and being towards everyone the child you dreamt I would be healthy happy well educated and pure in heart
0: oh my god so yeah you see how religion is created right <laughs>
1: I don't know. What do you mean?
0: How prayers are made and chants and. (sighs) Anyway, sorry. This is unrelated. I'm just. uh...
1: Yeah, I don't think that's related. My
0: atheists just started spilling out of me.
1: No, we're we're talking about a legitimate spiritual, savior of Argentina. Yeah. Whose body is being preserved forever? So
0: where is her body still around?
1: Yeah. So I mentioned that prayer because it it came into play, during the year that her body was being fully embalmed, in which. Once it was fully done, it went back on display for only a few days, in which what? a military dis- a military coup in nineteen fifty-five <laughs> kicked Ron Peron out of out of office. He fled uh to Spain. I was and- about to say, where did where do you flee to when you're in Argentina? Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: To Germany. We go backwards now.
1: Uh, I don't know who will have me. <laughs> the only people that would have him at that point is Spain. Okay. Um and her body straight up goes missing for sixteen years. It Every- goes missing? Everybody knows that it's Preserved perfectly for indefinitely because it was on display prior to the coup. The military takes over. They don't want this symbol of Peronism around. So they don't. Nobody really knew where the fuck it was for 16 years. Can we just take a quick moment to say
0: how bummed the guy that took a year or (laughs) two? (laughs) <laughs> to make he, like, sure to preserve. this art. He's like, oh my god, I've been like... There's a lot of times this could have just rotted away without, you know, in the middle of this somewhere. And I did my best. Uh, this is my best work, and really I think anyone's best work. This is work. my masterpiece. Now I'm going to put it back on display, and a couple days later they're like, get rid of it! He's like, oh my god <laughs> damn it!
1: Alright, I quit. I need another figure to embalm. Somebody die. Give me one of those people that got stepped on.
0: Yeah, much I, you know... I will smell nothing other than formaldehyde. That is all that I can smell now. It is permanently in my nose. Yeah.
1: You people do not care. You bitches. Do you know that the Olympics does not have an art category for embalming? <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy. He, he spent the rest of his life trying to embalm himself perfectly. <laughs> yeah. He wanted to be his own masterpiece. And just and start he started, my feet, and I'll st-
0: work my way up. my way up. So I'm dead.
1: It's fine. It's going to be perfect. It'll be a 20-year embalming. Oh, my God. I really hope... Th- I will. I wish that was true. <laughs> this poor man. <laughs> <laughs> injecting formaldehyde into his living flesh. Like... Ah! <laughs> I am a piece of art! <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, my God. So it, it went missing for 16 years, and I'm guessing it yeah. showed back up. This is where it gets even fucking weirder. So, I, I don't, nobody knows why, but this new anti Peronist military government didn't want to just burn it, the body, or throw it away. Someone
0: took a year to work on this. Let's not just destroy it. Well,
1: I don't really know what happened, but they struck a deal with the Vatican to let her be buried in Rome under a false name. What? Why would even, why would even the Vatican agree to that? Don't even know. I think they were okay with it from a Christian perspective. Like, this is just a body and they just want to get rid of it. I actually have no idea. I think there's a lot of pro-Nazi bullshit going on or something. Yeah. But she had a fake name with a headstone and was buried in a random... Do we know uh, the fake name? It's around, but I don't write it down. Oh, okay. Yeah. but So we know where she's buried at. Yeah. Well-preserved, unseen. Yeah, that's the thing. She's completely preserved, but she's just in a coffin now. <laughs> Yeah. So, um let's see in 1970 mm. a Peronist guerrilla terrorist group killed the president of Argentina. Uh his name was uh, uh Pedro Aramburu. Mm. He was one of the military guys who arranged to have her body sent to the Vatican. Mm. Somebody uh and and again we we don't know who from the Vatican or the Argentine military dug up her body oh. and sent it to Juan Perón in Spain. They said this is yours. I think this guerrilla group killing the the president of Argentina for this presumed desecration of her body made the Argentine government a touch worried about what else people were capable of over this body. So they said, Okay, we'll pull her out of the ground We'll send her to her former husband, and all you insane Peronist religious fanatics can just shut up about it. The body will be with Juan, where you want it to be. Hmm. So, Juan is living in Spain. (laughs) Gets a body delivered to him. He's got a third wife named Isabel, and his (laughs) ex-wife appears in the form of plastic. (laughs) Very well-preserved. Dude, this story is bizarre, because they didn't see it coming... The person who delivered it was a was some Vatican guy, like a friar. they sign for this.
0: <laughs> no, it's an, I don't know. It's just a I didn't, box, I didn't order.
1: I didn't order any, anything. Well, bodies require signature, sir. <laughs> bodies? Sorry, did you say bodies? I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm just a friar. Okay, <laughs> I'm just in this so I can work up to priest, so I can touch kids. I don't really care what's going on. Here. Yeah. God for Jesus Christ, sign it. <laughs> um. So they actually put her cough, Well, they put her cough on the floor. They dig the dirt out of her preserved, basically just piece of shit plastic now, and put it on his kitchen table. (laughs) Gross. And his, him and his new wife Isabel clean it off. Oh my, why? She combs Uh. Vita's hair. I don't honestly know. I think they still have this.
0: Isabel is like, this is kind of, this is weird. I don't want to make you weird, but this This is is hot. This is erotic. Like this is your ex dead wife on our oh, table
1: and brush her hair.
0: Just,
1: uh, I'm just saying, ugh. how many people in history, <laughs> Juan Perón, having a tea break, sitting back, watching his current third wife brush the hair of <laughs> his dead second wife preserved in resin on his kitchen table. He's the only person that that's ever happened to. You know, Definitely. You know a lot
0: of people worship her. <laughs> you know that? A lot of people worship her. It's kind of weird. Anyways, thanks huh? for brushing her hair. You know, at one point, like,
1: her and I were just... We were just regular people. <laughs> one time.
0: She was a bad actress. She was a terrible. Terrible actress.
1: Great in the sack, but... And I was in the military. Not a particularly interesting person. <laughs> <laughs> All things considered. She's more interesting now as a piece of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> and then my
0: general was like, taking over the government. And I was like,
1: okay. All right. Okay. I guess that's what you guys knew. And that was... Hmm. So... Um, because of this pro-Peronist shit that's been growing in Argentina in the 70s. Yeah. 1973, Perón goes back to Argentina with his wife and his dead wife. He brought his dead wife? He runs for president, becomes president of Argentina. Puts her up on the stage upright. Look at her! He puts her back on display. For real? Yeah. He puts her back on display. And her body is a touch mangled because during that 16 years where nobody knew where she was like her feet were fucked up it looked like uh, it looked like somebody had like stood her up for well, too long I can long. see pictures of this shit some of it yeah yeah you you can see her preserved body it's disturbing oh, okay. it's very disturbing um, her nose was crushed to one side and they they kind of fixed that a little bit and they also said that and I don't know if this is propaganda too Peronis propaganda where they said it looked like her body had been beaten I doubt that I don't see the point of beating a dead body that's been preserved and I don't I don't see the point in that. I don't know that's spell, what they say I don't know how to spell a beta oh it's uh, E-V-I-T-A say so a just Ava Peron body It's unfortunate of a Google search as that is <laughs> <laughs> show you yeah what, that's a good point show you what you're looking for yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: really fucked up. Uh, okay. Ugh. Uh, I don't like already what I'm seeing.
1: All right, dear listener, go ahead and Google Eva Peron body, uh, maybe preserved body or corpse. If you're into that, uh, it's strange. It's a strange thing that happened in real life.
0: Uh, okay. I'm regretting that I did this now. So, um, here's
1: what's great: 1973, Juan Peron becomes president of Argentina again. Uh, ironically, his his current wife Isabel becomes vice president. He dies. Oh, sorry, he dies within a year, just from being an old fuck. And Isabel uh, becomes the president of uh, of Argentina until. Can you guess what happens? What happens? It gets overthrown. A military coup. I knew it. So this military, uh, I think, did the right thing. They they recognize that Eva Peron. Is an idea. Even when she was alive, she was an idea. <laughs> she was an actress. She was a shit actress. Mm-hmm. She was the the bridge of love to the people, even though she was just a propaganda piece. Yeah. And even in death, they didn't take her as a real person and just let her rot like the rest of us will. They preserved her like a myth. Yeah. So this military government, recognizing that this is just not going to end with her, they put her in a mausoleum 17 feet under sorry it's 17 feet down but it's 17 feet of concrete <laughs> <laughs> never again her. um so it's a mausoleum that you walk into there's a there's a fake floor like you have to know what tile it is you move the tile you go down a stairwell and there's a door and i believe there's another door and then you can see her 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 uh, oh her coffin uh, it is 17 feet underground in a basically fallout nuclear shelter type of thing. Yeah. And the government made one key and gave it to her only living sister, Herminda.
0: So if you want to go look at your you can't dead sisters...
1: Because Herminda died, and it's, it's presumed that the key has stayed in the family, and they might go down there and see her body, but they're the only people who can. Mm. And that's what happened in real life. Why not
0: just... I mean, this might sound... Mean, but why not just fucking sink the body in the ocean somewhere, man? You're off the coast. Burn it, man. Just get well, rid of it.
1: They were afraid of the Peronists. I mean, it, the guy who had it sent to the Vatican was murdered because he did that.
0: I mean, do it secretly, but get rid of the body in the book. We
1: don't know. We're looking for it too. Oh, how <laughs> strange. Let's give it another 17 years. Yeah. That's what they're afraid of, is that she'll just. This religious idea that she created will just keep coming back. So I actually think it was a smart idea in that they they humanized her by giving her a regular-ass burial yeah. and giving the key only key to it, her, honestly, obscure sister. Nobody even know who Erminda was. She just made the news because they were like, <coughs> she's the last living sibling of, of Ava Peron. So she gets the key. Ava's a regular human. She's not your savior. She's underground. Leave let it alone. Yeah, alone. it'd be good to like uh, instead to just
0: put a bunch of cement around the coffin and put a bunch of like inscriptions around, like "Thus who opened this will curses." Yeah, and then you know, ten years, pirate from then, Someone goes in and we're gonna get to her body. They chip away and they go past all the curses and they open it Don't up. Do and, it, and then Don't you do it. this great movie to watch about how she comes back and haunts everybody or something.
1: Or they open it and. Yeah, she was preserved alive. And now oh. she's a plastic creature who's like, oh, I'm your savior. Oh. And the way she haunts
0: you, she goes,
1: To be or
0: not to be. Oh, God, make her stop. That is no question. Make her stop for
1: fuck's they're sake. they're like, oh, what have we done? We didn't know this is what was going to happen. How it, could have we known? She's going to eat our faces off if we don't applaud. <laughs> Everybody understand that?
0: You're such a great actress. Oh,
1: even... God, oh God, why did we do this? The curse has been opened. <laughs> you know, I, I I watched a little documentary, you know, the, uh, what do they call it, like the Pharaoh's Curse? Yeah, yeah. That they talk about in like Indiana Jones and shit. They think that that's real in that if you go into an old tomb where the air has not flowed in centuries, that there's... Bacteria in there from back then. That will fucking kill you? That you, yeah, you sniff in bacteria from like 2,000 years ago. Your body's not ready for it. You get hella sick.
0: Well, it's like, who was it? The guy who discovered the, uh, what's it called? Where like all the tombs are, like a bunch of them, all of the Pharaoh's tombs. There's like a whole bunch in like one dude Yeah, there.
1: we talked about it in the Ramses episode. It's called the. I know what you're talking. There's like the pharaohs, something, the yeah. pharaohs' circle or something like the, that. It's like, like a valley full of fucking yeah, bodies. Yeah,
0: valley of the pharaohs or maybe valley of the, valley of the, the kings. Kings. Maybe. Either way, when like the main dude who found like a good chunk of that, like he had his crew, and like most of them died, and like a lot of people put this whole mysterious thing around it because it was opening up the pharaohs' the, the curse. curse. Yeah, but a lot of it was just
1: silly stuff. What killed them? So. Well, it's shit like normal things. you're in the middle of butt-fuck Egypt, and if you're not prepared for that, you'll dehydrate. Yeah. And you're in a different culture, so you might not be used to their sicknesses. And then there could be 2,000-year-old bacteria. In
0: yeah. There. Well, I think someone was like, oh, this guy had a heart attack like two days after they found him. it's like, yeah, he's old as fucking heart attack. <laughs> you know, you look at a guy his age, and you're like, he died of a heart attack. Normally, you'd be like, that yeah, that, that happens. People but
1: do that. Just because he happened to be in a different location. Well... He was 76 and he died of a heart attack, and his father was actually 76 when he died of a heart attack, but that's not related. Right. Because his father didn't go into a pharaoh's tomb. Yeah. Well,
0: one out. guy got bit by, like, a poisonous snake, they're like, there happens to be poisonous snakes out there. Like, watch your fucking step. I don't know, bro.
1: It's not a curse. You just suck at looking for snakes. Yeah, just... There's a lot of also, things. Also you just pissed that snake off and he just didn't like your face. Yeah. That's the real That's the real world.
0: Don't go out to the safari and then be surprised if you run into like a fucking lion or
1: whatever. <laughs> Could you imagine like, oh my God, is that a lion? <laughs> run! I thought I was in, I thought I was in the African savannah, not a zoo. <laughs> this is dangerous. <laughs> well. He must have been cursed. He was killed by a lion in, <laughs> in an in area savannah, where lions or, are at. <laughs> where lions are prevalent <laughs> and like human flesh. Um, yeah, the last thing I have in my notes about Ava Perone is just that the the resurgence of her sort of uh, culturally being relevant is this uh, this musical um, by, by Which was bad Andrew help. Lloyd. So you Wait, didn't like it? I fucking hate it. Why?
0: What were the songs like? Now I want to watch it because this sounds hilarious. Do you like the Newsies? I love the Newsies. Okay.
1: So the songs in the Newsies um, are silly. And good. Well... They're silly, and they're sung by children as lighthearted. Sure. Right? This is the same thing, but it's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's not fun. It's not fun, and it's terribly acted. Oh. Like, in... Probably
0: maybe that was the purpose of being like, in remembrance of... Ava, well, let this
1: be done terribly. What I also didn't like about it, well, maybe like, fuck her. <laughs> like, she was well, a terrible no, actress. We're all going to do it. It was terrible. framed, if, if you watch it, it was framed as sort of what she, how she wanted, well, not how she wanted to be portrayed. Because huh. the, the first half she's portrayed as uh, a, a, a whore who sleeps her way to, you know, because obviously she can't take care of herself, so she has to sleep her way to the middle. Sure. And then sleep her way to the top when she meets Perrone. But then she becomes the actual savior of Argentina and everybody loves her. And she, you know, her dying of cancer was a, a national period of mourning. That's how they framed it in the movie, with songs that were just fucking obnoxious. <laughs> so I think maybe I hated it because it was also historically false. Yeah. But um, I hate musicals.
0: I'm trying to I think of, like, it sound like, like upbeat and happy, but it's like, Ava, our
1: savior, is dead.
0: Uh, 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 no. Uh,
1: no, that laugh.
0: Right, they no? act. Pr-
1: they act pretty sad. Oh. I wish the viewers or the listeners could see your hand movements. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're very, very theatrical. Very theatrical. S- I don't know, man. I-, I know he's very well celebrated, Andrew Lloyd Webber, and I- my only context is the Madonna movie, um, which I also have a problem with because Anton- Antonio Banderas is in it as Che Guevara. Oh, really? And Che Guevara is from Argentina. Is from Argentina. He is. Uh, he was around during the Ava stuff, but there's no indication they met. And he swiftly went off to do his own thing. Huh. He rode a motorcycle around and then helped, uh, helped do Cuba. Yeah. So it's just one of those movies that I just don't fucking. They kind of just try to mash it all up just to, to
0: yeah make a musical that would sell. The
1: only hopefully. good musicals is the producers. It's the only yeah. good. One. That's the only good hmm. one. Because it makes fun of itself. Yeah. And it makes fun of Nazis. Yeah. Springtime for Hitler and
0: Germany. I don't think the sound of music is also based around Nazis and stuff.
1: But I couldn't get through that. Why? Sound of music? Isn't it like five hours long?
0: I don't know. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I remember hating it. But. Doe, a deer, a female deer. Is that where that's from? Yeah! It's just her teaching the kids how to sing.
1: I just always thought it was from The Simpsons.
0: No, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. I but I'm not. It didn't help me sing any better. So
1: <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen. I haven't seen a ton of musicals. Uh, 'cause because I actively avoid them. They're pretty good. A lot of them have really good stories. Sometimes. I like uh, Sweeney Todd. It's a That's... lot of a lot of murder.
0: Yeah. That one's probably, like, uh, story-wise, I mean, it's fun and interesting, but... Yeah. Some of them are, like, based off true events. Like, Newsies is actually based off true events. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the the
1: Newsboys. Uh, ba-
0: basically going on strike, basically. I mean, this is the time when that changed everything for uh, child labor laws and I shit. Mean,
1: that's what it is, because... You know when they're singing "We're going
0: on strike."
1: That, I mean, no, that's not a real song, but the Seize the, <laughs> yeah. the day. Now's yes. the
0: time to seize the day. Woohoo!
1: The vibe of it, yeah. Uh, I can relate too because I'm like, yeah, that really happened. Those kids uh, had to do that shit. In Avita, there's a there's a song where Ava Perone is kissing a guy, and they go behind a door, implying that they're fucking, and then Che Guevara is doing his whole thing what could she possibly be doing? And then the door opens and she spins the guy around and then grabs another guy and kisses him and goes behind the door. Sheesh, yeah. Just to say that sh- her pussy's a revolving door. Yeah. And Che Guevara uh, <laughs> is just like, I wonder if this young woman can make something of herself. And I'm just like, this is so <laughs> <Stupid>. dumb. <laughs> like, not only is the song bad, I think I'm about what to they're watch trying it to say now, about it is bad. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like is this is something you watch and mock. I can't even. Like Mystery Science Theater Three. I tried. I tried to walk it. Or mock, mock it. Watch. Watch. Mock it. <laughs> yeah. It didn't work. <laughs> I had to turn it off. I did eventually finish it because I'm committed to the show, but I was very, very drunk and I don't remember, but I, <laughs> I watched the bits yeah. on, on the YouTube about how it goes. All right. So that's that's Ava, Avida Cheese, Alvita. Um, her name, uh, yep, Velvita Miss Fascist Bitch, um, bad guy. By the way, bad. we found out halfway through. Yeah, that that's the main thing I want to make sure is known. I think a lot of people think about her as in this kind of gray area. Let's not forget <laughs> she was responsible for rat lines, which allowed Nazis to not face uh, punishment. Yeah, I mean, the only one that in Argentina that I said or Argentina that I said got caught at a somewhat early. Time period was Adolf Eichmann, and that's because um, the Mossad, which is the basically the Israeli CIA, threw all of their resources at it. It's very hard to find him, and uh, that's because people like um, this supposed uh, Christ figure allowed it. Yeah. So don't trust Christ fuck Ava Perone. So we're trying to say, yeah, don't don't trust Christ figures. Anybody who says they can solve your problems is immediately going to rob you. Yeah, except for me. Um, so send your money, <laughs> send <us> your money. <laughs> and we'll send you a key chain actually don't send me your money y- you're in on this with us dabbler yeah send Go- me your gullible cousins money and yeah i was gonna say collect your own money from other people and then send it to us <laughs> you can take a part of it it's just we're, we're trying to build the dabbler army and it, it's gonna require some funds because i'm gonna need to arm you guys so I'm gonna need a large amount of money. Or an
0: army with knowledge, because those who are yes and guns repeat
1: history are doomed to repeat history. Yes, we are going to repeat history and commit a coup, <laughs> not in America, something that we can handle from our listenership, small town. We're gonna take over a small town.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My mouth made a weird noise.
1: <laughs> it's like David Koresh. We're, shit. Go- <laughs> We're going to. Uh, change the name of the town to uh, People Town. People Town, <laughs> and it's going to be a whole free love situation. Um, drugs, oh. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever anybody wants to bring in. It's going to be completely <laughs> anarchistic
0: We're going to make Jonas uh, not Jonas, uh, but Jack Parsons to just eat his
1: heart out. <laughs>
0: We're not going to fuck our moms, though. I want to make that clear real quick. We're not fucking
1: our moms or yeah, dogs. Backtrack on that. That's, that's not alan Every, parsons too much that, that we do have some some lines yeah some i realized that we we're gonna yeah yeah i love that that's that just happened. i was like we're gonna party yeah, harder than anywhere. Like, well then
0: actually we don't want to party any harder than that we want to stay away from one of those lines that's
1: one of my favorite parts of, or one of my favorite memories of people time yeah. you know it, where episode 100 <laughs> we can reminisce you did not see that coming yeah jack parsons fucking his
0: mom <laughs> and his mom's dog Go watch it if you haven't heard it yet. It's a banana story, bro.
1: I mean, we just spoiled it. It's not about fucking moms. It's about rocket science. It's actually about rocket science (laughs) and occult shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of the strangest stories I've ever heard. It's so good. It's so bizarre. Yeah. I really do think if, and there probably isn't, but if there's a paranormal world, he really tapped into it. (laughs) Because you get weird enough. Sex magic. Something will he was he was jerking off on tablets to create people. And then those people appeared. Yeah. And Objective parties said that they heard Banshees. Yeah. And he fucked his mom. There was something a, happened there. He was also in a lot of drugs.
0: Also, that's where, you know, we got a... Uh, other cults came from, his yeah. cult, you know. We got other cult leaders that were hanging
1: out with him at the time. That also There's no Scientology without yeah. Without Elrond getting Jack's... Uh, well, they helped each other. They partied it up a bit, yeah. and then... Jack was
0: first, and then Elrond was like, this seems like a good idea. And then people who are now Scientologists don't realize that
1: he's been taken by... Elrond stole Jack's girlfriend. And idea. And then his money, and then his idea, yeah. and then he created a, a, a cult. Uh, but good for
0: him. He did it better than the original, right? He's all like, I can yeah. do this better than you. Yeah, L., definitely. Elrond
1: Hover was definitely smarter than Jack Parsons in that regard. Not, Not as a rocketry. rocket science. You know? Yeah. Anyways... So we went off on a weird tangent there. Hey, listen to all of our past episodes if you haven't. And I love you. Yeah, we love you very much. Um, uh, let's see. Take money from your cousins and send it to us. Force um, them to listen to people. Time. Force. Yes. Tie them down. Take your weird. Your weird family members. Also, if you wouldn't mind putting uh, some of your uh, like semen um, or or uh, pussy juice, just put it in an envelope. <laughs> Uh, and mail it to me. Or pants. Or pants. He likes to put it in his mouth. I, it doesn't matter. They don't need to know what I do with it. You've already told them on a
0: previous episode. Oh, man. I drink a lot. That's
1: not great. I just want. I just want the envelope.
0: <laughs> hey, thanks again for listening to one of our podcasts. Be sure to catch our next one that's coming out.
1: Thank you. People time. People time. Hey, click on the next one and subscribe, bitch.